everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo. Yo. Uh, it's been a big week. Uh, lots of stuff happened, pop culture-wise. Uh, we're here to talk about video games as we normally are, but there were so many trailers for things and new movies. Did you guys enjoy all of the Marvel trailers this week? I didn't watch it. It was a Marvel kind of week. Uh, very was, yes. Captain Marvel. Oh, God damn it. Cat is whining outside again because Joe let the cat in earlier, even though I told him not to. I'm sorry. Yeah, I like cats. Um, <laughs> speaking like of crap. cats, there was a cat in the Captain Marvel trailer. Did you guys watch it? I did. Uh, yes. What'd you think, Joe? Um, it was kind of boring. Really? Yeah. I thought it was anything but boring. I thought it was very exciting. Action packed. Flying through space, shooting laser beams. I the I think my like the bulk of the problem was that. Um, all of the Marvel movies leading up to this have portrayed space as, like, wacky and colorful and, like, super, like, goofy and stuff. Because you had, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, you had Thor Ragnarok that, that kind of portrayed it very differently from the way it's portrayed in this movie. And I was like, oh, like, I don't like this space. I like the other space. It's all, like, bright and colorful and s- stupid. Well, to be fair, like, Ronan in Guardians of the Galaxy was a bad dude. Yeah, and I mean, you also had, like, Thanos and the Black Order and stuff from yeah. Avengers Infinity War, but that's still, like, only a small portion of what we've seen of space. Like, I'm used to, like, talking raccoons and, like, mm. goofy trees and... If only you could think that this was only a small portion of this movie that takes place in space. I mean, it does look mm. like the bulk of it takes place on Earth, but it's still, like, a, such a contrast to the way that everything has been. And even the character of Captain Marvel is, like, very contrast to all the other characters, where, like... Uh, she has she's, superpowers? No, she's, like, super serious. Mm. Which stands out from, like, all the other characters, which are usually a bit more lighthearted. Once again, this is only off of two minutes yeah, of trailer free stuff. Yeah, like, pre-show stuff. But um, I was kind of like, uh, like, this feels this feels like a, almost like a different movie from the rest of this, the, like, Marvel Universe. Mm. Well, it is the next phase of things. Yeah. And it also was the second chronologically because it takes place a long time ago in the the forgotten land of 1990s so just like oh well no uh, captain america captain america yeah obviously was one of the ones that took place before that yeah and And periods of guardians too yeah guardians Mm -hmm. like young um young peter Peter young ego and peter's mom Mm -hmm. doing the nasty and the pasty as they say (laughs) (laughs) what about the avengers trailer you guys watch that i assume you're one of the I watched it. 289 million people that watched it in 24 hours. Is that how many people watched it? Yeah, but I saw a really funny joke that was like, they put out a tweet. It's like, thanks so much for making us the most watched trailer in history with 280 million views in 24 hours. And someone's like, it's a shame. Could have been 560, but you know. Ah, I get it. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So you didn't watch it, John? I didn't. I don't like trailers. I love trailers. Yeah, trailers trailers are great. I like to watch movies like... Fresh. In a movie form, not in trailer form. I know, but it's so hard to avoid anything like TV. Like, they're on TV commercials. They're on, like, ads TV. and stuff for on buses and any, like... I load up a website and the ad, the banner ad is the trailer for a thing. Like, I just... I'll watch the trailer. I don't watch all of the TV spots and everything, but I at least watch the trailers when they come out. You no, I'm fairly that. good at being able to, like, miss stuff. Like, I didn't see... Um, Force Awakens until like weeks and after the movie had come out, and I still hadn't even seen a single trailer for it or like gotten it spoiled for me or anything like that. So oh, no. I'm, I'm able to be able to skirt that kind of stuff, which is nice. But it's I would just... never take that gamble with a Star Wars movie, no. not ever. I got to be the first one in line, the very first showing. No, I just know it's like I'm I'm gonna see a 
and also like I was in it, I was at school, so I couldn't go see it. Like we mm. didn't have in New Hampshire, there's no like local theater, so and I didn't have a car, so there was no way I was going to go see it. So I didn't see it until later. But I don't do trailers. They, they gave away the movies too much. Yeah, I, I mean, I've talked before about how I don't really care about spoilers and, you don't. and things. Um, so I'm fine. I love watching trailers. Most of the time, I'll like watch a trailer and never watch the movie. Mm. Because um, you've already seen it, because the trailer gives away. <laughs> not every tra- oh, this, this trailer. This yeah, trailer, this trailer, not every not. trailer. No, and especially the the Marvel trailers as of late, like the Avengers Infinity War trailer had had half of the trailer or the trailers they put out were scenes that weren't even in the movie. Like characters were added, characters are removed. Like they changed stuff all the time to mm. to throw you off the trail. It's just nice to see the characters again in something new. I felt like the Captain Marvel trailer did give away a lot, though. That that you think it did, but you don't know. You well, I mean, like, there's, like, one kind of really big thing that would have been cool to see, like, in the movie. What? Which thing? When she turns into binary. Oh. Hmm. I mean, that would have been more interesting to see her, like, go super sane, like, in the movie, uh, you know, as a surprise. I mean, if you know anything about the comics, you yeah. would obviously know that was coming. But still, I, I you know... I, I would say probably like 75% of the people that watch Marvel movies have never read a Marvel comic. Yeah. I guess that's why it's different for me. Cause like John and I went and saw into the spider verse yesterday. Um, and there was stuff in there that I hear people gasping and being shocked at like behind me and around me. And but I'm you're like, like, I knew that was happening. Yeah. Like, I, all right, cool. I saw that. And I, I knew that was, and not like a, I saw that coming because I paid attention. It's just like, no, it's, it's not that different from the source material that I'm very familiar with. So it doesn't make it less good or less exciting. It was just like, that could have been in the trailer and I wouldn't have cared. But there are sometimes like when Terminator put John Connor is a Terminator in the whatever the last Terminator was like, okay, put that in the movie, guys. That's a big twist surprise on a long running franchise. Mm-hmm. We kind of need that to play out in the movie, not in the, the trailer. But I think Marvel's getting better at the very least. Well, my thing is like not just like I'll watch trailers for movies I don't know I'll go see, like things that I'm curious about, like. I think the best example was Joe and I watched a trailer for like a Korean revenge movie that I'd never even heard of. It was like before a movie that we were watching on Blu-ray, and then like seconds later, I went and bought it because it just looked so awesome. They but I'd never heard Blu-ray of it. Still, uh, it was like a DVD, like uh, huh. a Blu-ray. That's, that's um, yeah, no, I still put some some on there. Hmm. But I already I'm know I'm gonna VHS like days. see these movies, so like there's no need for me to watch the trailer. I'll just watch it when it comes out. Mm. See, the, the other thing too is I go to the movies so often that there's no way I can avoid them unless I oh, show yeah, up. I sure. like try to plan to show up 15 minutes yeah. late. Um, so yeah. I just I watch them. They all come. I out. go to like AppleTrailers.com just to see like what I the latest to. trailers are yeah. like once a week just to be like oh, let's see if there's anything like new out there that I like have seen yet. I used to yet. do that, not as much anymore. Mm. Um, but. Well, but uh, the Avengers trailer, like, I thought it looked cool. Like, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, there's another spoiler, I guess, in that one at the end that I was like, oh, why are you showing me this now? Oh, I wasn't surprised by that either because I knew he was going to be in the movie. And Still, knew... like, yeah, it would have been better to have that surprised, like, be a surprise than to outright show it right in the beginning or right at the end of the trailer. See, for that one, I'm more excited about how it happens rather than did it happen. Yeah, well, you knew it was going to happen, so. Yeah, like, I figured that it was going to happen and that person was going to be in the movie because they had to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to know how they get to that point more than I care that they're there at that point. Mm. But, I don't know, it is what it is. Um, but that's enough about movies. We've talked enough, although we'll talk about movies a little bit later. Um, what did you play this week, Joe? Uh, the the big thing that came out this week, I played Smash Brothers. <laughs> the ultimate thing that came out this week. Yes, the ultimate game. Yeah. Smash uh, Brothers Ultimate for mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch. Yep. 
I was going to say Nintendo Wii for a second there. Nobody wants no, that. That's Nobody wants to play that. No, the Wii one was pretty good. Brawl? The Wii yeah. U I thought one it looked good. good, but I didn't like the way it played. Yeah, true. I thought it looked on, good. Like, like I thought, Wii remotes and shit. Yeah, I thought the way that they like updated character models for that game was cool, but I didn't like the way that it played. But this one is the ultimate one, right? Yes, it is the, the penultimate one. Wait, is that no. right? So that no. means that means second or last. That means there's yeah. That means there's one more after this. Oh, this the ultimate one. This is the ultimate one. <laughs> Joe doesn't know his words. I don't, nope. I don't know what penultimate actually it means. <laughs> it means second to last. Yeah, it means oh. before the ultimate one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's the penultimate one. Nope. I'm sure there's going to be another one. That's going to be ultimate two. Ultimate to her. <laughs> more the ultimate than ultimate. before. Yeah. Ultimatist. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, Smash Brothers. I mean, that's the the big game to come out this week, and of course. Uh, Played me some Smash Brothers, Adam. You also played some Smash Brothers. Played John, Smash John Brothers. came over to my house today to play some Smash Brothers mm-hmm. before we recorded this. Um, I mean, so far so good. Uh, it it is Smash Brothers. It is, which is good because it could be like Smash Brothers in name only, and it doesn't feel like that. No, but yeah, so it definitely feels like Smash Brothers. I mean, it's kind of hard to like say anything other than that, like that it is Smash Brothers. Uh, in terms of like how the actual game is played, um, I guess the big bulk of the stuff that we're talking about would be the like spirit mode and the adventure mode. Well, like before we j- jump into that, just like in terms of feel of gameplay, do you do you notice a difference between previous iterations of Smash, or does this feel like it belongs in Smash? Because like that's one of the things that I noticed when playing it is that immediately I picked it up and I was like, okay, this feels exactly familiar. There's no learning curve here. They didn't tweak it. They didn't mess with the physics. They didn't mess with the speed. Everything feels like it should. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had I was playing with people that are melee diehards, and even they were like, "Yeah, no, it feels like it should. It doesn't necessarily have all of the in depth mechanics that like a melee did with wave dashing and L canceling all the I different I had things." All that, all I don't that. think it, there's, there's stuff not, that it doesn't have. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not, not good, good at I'm not good enough in Smash to know all of like the crazy technical stuff. Same. Like I just know a hit button. Yeah smash enemy <laughs> yeah same that's but that's why i was able like that's why it was cool to get that perspective of people who are melee diehards that are that do all those crazy moves that i don't do and even they're impressed where in previous iterations of smash they're like oh yeah cool it's it this version sucks this isn't what i want this isn't this isn't true smash or whatever other you know throw away description that you want to use mm-hmm. and then i had a person over yesterday that hasn't played since like hasn't played one since Melee and like or sixty four, uh, and even they were like, "Oh yeah, no, I was able to pick it up, no problem." Like this is exactly what I thought it would be. Hmm. So the the fact that they were able to carry the legacy of the franchise into this one, I thought. Was and I impressive. mean, when you also have to compare it to the last two, which like the Wii U one, which, while not a bad game, like the Wii U itself wasn't like the best controller for playing it on nor was the 3ds nor was the 3ds yeah. and like you said nor was playing brawl with like the wii remotes mm-hmm. and no, all that even stuff that one i think i played with a gamecube controller yeah i mostly played with the gamecube controller when i played that one um so like i mean it, the last two haven't exactly been stellar they mm-hmm. haven't been bad games but they haven't been you know tournament tier no, no not no. they're not uh fucking melee level this one, I think, could be. Yes, this one definitely feels like that. Um, uh, but aside from some weird connectivity co- like issues that me and John were having with the controllers. What what connectivity issues do you have? What controllers were you using? Uh, we were playing uh, with the uh, Joy-Cons, like in the Joy-Con cradle. Oh, okay. Um, and like we kept having weird connectivity issues where like for a couple seconds... You it know, would just it, get stuck in a direction, so I kept walking off the ledge. 
Yeah, like all of a sudden it would just make you start walking to the right or to the left, or like jumping wouldn't work. Now you said that you guys aren't good at Smash. Are you sure it was the controllers? <laughs> it definitely was. Cause you, it was even on the like character selection screen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I was on the select character select screen, and I just holding my controller in my hand, not touching anything. I was watching like the cursor like slowly move to the right and stuff. Wow. So you're yeah. that bad at Smash that it even was fucking up in yeah. the Yeah, without even touching it. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Just being adjacent to the Joy-Con was enough to fuck up. That's yeah. how bad you are at Smash. Yes. Wow. Um, and, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it was just the Joy-Con, like, dealing with John. You switched over to the Pro Controller. Did yeah, you have any problems with the Pro Controller yeah, after so that? I think it's probably just the Joy-Con. Well, we also restarted the system in between then, too. True. And, um, I mean, when I'm playing it in, like, cradle mode, like, in handheld mode, hmm. um, or I'm not in, when I'm not in cradle mode, if I'm playing in handheld mode, yeah. Uh, it plays fine, like, when it's connected, you know, the controllers are connected into the system itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just a, like, slight problem with the Joy-Con connectivity. Um, I'll I'll give, I bought the, like, uh, adapter, the GameCube adapter. GameCube, yep. So I'll give that a try. Uh, I haven't had a chance to, like, really use that yet. I have, um, and there is input lag. Oh, really? Uh, when you're playing with the GameCube controller. It's not, it's subtle enough where it's not game breaking, but it's enough for you to still notice it. So like we were testing it to like you press the button and then you can see the button press that the person is doing and then you look up and you see the jump. Hmm. Um I like you if you have game mode on your TV, you can set that up. So if it's an older TV but still newer, um, where it's not like a tube TV or anything like that, game mode typically helps with input lag. Uh, basically all the things that any rhythm game has ever asked you to do if you have if you're noticing lag. Um, so that helped a bit. Uh, I guess it's something that everyone's having a problem with, so they're hoping that there's a patch maybe at some point uh, to be able to fix that. But I didn't really have that big a problem with it, but I'm also not as good, so my buttons aren't as precisely pressed at certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also heard one of those, uh, like the 8 do Oh, the wireless thing? Wireless I was just looking thing? at that earlier today. Hmm? I was just looking at that earlier today. Uh, I ordered one. I haven't gotten it yet. No. Um, but I'll give that a try when it shows up. Because uh, I was just like, eh, fuck it. Like, I'll give this a try. Why not? Um, Does it? Do you need one for every controller? Do you... I believe you need one for every controller. Oh. It's it's not like you can't plug four into it. It's just one. Yeah, because we probably have to register as four different yeah. inputs, like Bluetooth receives yeah, yeah, yeah. receivers or whatever. Yeah, I like the uh, the GameCube adapter. It's I was surprised even having not played it since uh, the Wii U days of the Wii U Smash that like the the adapter is long enough to stretch away from the switch a little bit. And then the cord that I have for the smash brothers controller that came with it is long enough where I was able to set my dock up and my TV in my room and play while sitting in bed, which I was worried would be like just too yeah. far away. That's, that's been my, pri- I haven't tried hooking it up, but that's been my primary concern about like the idea of using that. Cause I was like, I, I don't want to like accidentally like, tug on this and send my fucking switch Switch, flying to the floor because like with the wii u it made sense because that's a pretty sturdy box that sits there and that even if you were to pull the dock like chances are your gamecube controller would become unplugged or the adapter would come unplugged before it ever moved the system with the switch i like it's so thin even in the dock that like if i pull on it out at all i'm expecting that thing to come toppling over Mm -hmm. so i am i'm glad that i have enough slack like even when i brought it to a friend's house we were able to put it on the table where the switch is normally docked and people were on the couches that were in front and then the second row of seating, they could stretch the controller all the way back there and not have a problem with it. Uh, and that's just, that's the way I've mostly been playing. I did play in the handheld a little bit, 
but I've mostly been playing with the GameCube controller. I've been playing mostly in handheld, just like watching movies on the TV. Mm. Uh, you know, obviously, when I'm playing by myself. Yeah. Um. So how how, uh, how many characters have you unlocked so far? I don't know. I haven't been keeping track uh, of like the number of characters I unlocked. Uh, so far, I've unlocked Sonic, uh, Inklings. I've unlocked Marth, uh, Jigglypuff. I think I'm trying to remember because I've just been, you know, going through. What yeah. about you? How far through are you doing? Like, are you playing it for real, or are you doing like grindy glitches and like? I'm playing for real. Okay. I'm not trying to like cheese the system. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Um, I kind like I can completely understand why some people would get this one, like pick it up, like turn it on, and see only eight characters unlocked from the beginning, and be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" Because uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of people were like, "Oh, sweet! I can't wait to get home and like get my three friends together, and we're gonna have a massive smash party." And then they're like, "Oh, we can only play these characters." Yeah. Uh, I can understand why people like wouldn't like that. Um, I actually hated how in the last one, like all the characters are unlocked right from the get go. Yeah, see, it's one of those things where it's it's weird because I do like the ability to oh, I can bring my switch over and anybody can play any of the characters right off the bat, and I didn't have to grind for X amount of hours to unlock them all. But it also sucks when they're all unlocked and there's no incentive for you to, to do keep any, playing. For you to do any of the other things other than training yourself to get better, which I mean, it's a fighting game and that's what a lot of people do anyway. But I like the grind of unlocking unlocking the characters. I wish I like I like having a goal, like a reason. Like right now, my goal in that game is to unlock everybody. Yeah. When I, everyone was already unlocked from the beginning and like all the stages and everything was unlocked, I was just like, okay, cool. I guess I'm just gonna sit here and wait for someone to come over to play with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there's nothing else to really do at this point. See, I feel like there should have been a, a happy medium between what this game did and what the last game did. Whereas I don't need all the characters unlocked. But you want more than eight. Yeah, I want more. And, like, it's cool that it was... You start with the N64 roster and you work your way up to the Ultimate roster. Like, that's a cool, like, little part of it. But in terms of me being able to play with my friends on the night of launch, I want more than the 10 or 12 characters that I had unlocked at that time. Like, it was cool when we were playing four-player matches that um, the winner of said match gets to the chance to unlock a new character. So it's like, all right... You you won. I can imagine that being a lot of fun if you have a lot of people around. Yeah, like all of a sudden everyone's like that. You know, the boop noise comes up and everyone goes like, "Oh, who's it gonna be this time?" Yeah, and like you better win. Yeah, like, you better like, not like. Oh shit! It's Simon Belmont. Don't fuck this up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I when I had it set up on mine, I hadn't unlocked the uh, the inklings yet, so I had some people over yesterday, and we got to a point where my buddy was just dicking around, and the inkling unlock came up, and I just like. Walked up next to him like, you better not fuck this up. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. Yeah. Uh, one cool thing with the character unlocks, though, is that if you fail the character unlock, you don't have to wait for it to randomly pop up again in order. You can go and do all the challenges that you missed to unlock new characters from the main menu, which is pretty sweet. Have you done that? Uh, no. I, I got the thing that popped up that said, like, challenge mode or, like, character unlock mode or something like that. Yeah. This is, like, the, a picture of, like, a, a door yep. popped up. Yeah. Um, I didn't look into that at all, though. Yeah, so if you go into Games and More from the, the home screen where, like, classic mode is, there's a little door in the bottom corner that is the Challenger Approaches mode. And any of the character unlocks that you failed when they appear naturally, after a while, will show up there. So that way, you can't do it immediately, but you can go back after you play, like, a handful of matches and try to unlock the older ones. Because in previous games for character unlocks, if you fail, 
you just have to wait till it pops up again. Like you don't have a way to go back and yeah. But also in the other ones, like if you fail, you the next time you challenge somebody, it's that character again. Yeah. Whereas this one is a random character that challenges you. It's not. I, I guess it's not random. It's just it's the same. It's the same list for everybody. I thought it comes in like a different order because I've lost a character and another character challenged me afterwards. What do you mean? Like I I beat there. I lost to the ice climbers. Yeah, it just goes to the next one in the list. Oh, so like the list I thought it was of, random every single time. No, the list unlock order is the exact same for everybody. Um, but if you fail one, it goes into the slot bucket over oh. here. And the next list order. So that means I got to go look at that because I have probably a couple characters in there that are waiting to get fought again. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. And like, it obviously differs depending on what other modes you're doing because... Uh, there are certain characters you can unlock when you, if you do classic mode with the starter characters, you basically go through those each time. And at the end, like that un- helps unlock those characters. Obviously playing through spirits unlocks characters. So mm-hmm. the list can vary for you depending on what other characters you've unlocked in other modes. But if you were just doing, you know, stock smash or time smash or multiplayer, like on the same console, then it's always going to be the, the list in order of characters. Mm. I mean, the way I've been doing it by myself is I've been playing the um, adventure mode. Okay, um, and then you unlock, you unlock characters in the adventure mode, but also, like, if you back out of adventure mode and go back to the main menu, you'll get a challenger approach yep. pop up. So, like, I'll just play, like, three fights in adventure mode and then quit back to the main menu, unlock that character, jump in, possibly unlock a character in adventure mode, then just kind of, like, pop back out. Just keep doing that to unlock characters. That's what, I like, my strategy has been so far. Uh, well, speaking of adventure mode, what do you think so far of adventure mode? I like it. It's cool. I uh, I was not interested in the spirit stuff at all leading into this. Like I was just like, oh, like, um, but uh, actually, like playing it, I was I'm, I've been very into the like spirit mode stuff. Um, which, uh, yeah, I wasn't really expecting it at first. I I didn't really care, but like it's actually like pretty engrossing. Like I like uh, the balancing all the different um, like stickers or whatever they're called. The, the spirit stickers. Yeah. Um, trying to like figure out like the best combo for whatever, like the next fight is coming up. Yeah. I like, I don't care about the spirits element of it. I'm not really understanding what the point of that is quite yet. Uh, I know that, you know, it's helping you, but I do like the fact that you're adding them and you can play with what your character loadout, I guess is for each fight. Uh, I didn't realize at first that you could just auto-select the best one, and now that I've realized It does that, have, like, the recommendation thing. Well, you could just press, I think, X, and it just automatically sets yeah, both yeah. your main spirit and then your two, like, uh, extra... Sub, sub-spirits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so doing that has made it a lot easier, because I, I know the best things to, to go for, and uh, the skill tree is surprisingly uh, in-depth. There's a lot of different things to, to unlock in the skill trees, which is pretty cool, so, like... I really liked Subspace Emissary in Brawl. I know we talked about not really liking Brawl that much, but I liked Subspace Emissary. Yeah, that a lot. was the thing that was like the big part of that one. Uh, and this is very much like a spiritual successor to that. No pun the, intended. The only thing I would say, and I don't know if it's just that I haven't played enough to like get to them. I wish there was more like cutscenes, like there wasn't. Yeah, I in... feel like there should be more, and I thought maybe I just wasn't playing enough yet. So I played it a little bit more today, and still only the first cutscene really. Yeah. Which is kind of disappointing, considering how uh, Subspace Emissary was so interesting yeah. with all that stuff. Like, I was very engrossed in the, the like the little movie that was playing out. Like yeah. as I played the game, Same. you know, it's like um, 
Well, this is the reason I say I like the like Mortal Kombat and Injustice games. Yeah, like, it's you're you got a, a game, but also a little movie to go along with the game. Yeah, those cutscenes are always awesome. Yeah, so I'm kind of disappointed there's not more like that in um, the um, what the fuck is it called? Spirit Some, mode? Spirit, something of light. Or oh, world of light. World of light mode. Yeah, but, uh, especially too because there are a lot of the cutscenes from the trailers with like Luigi dying and Mario and Samus getting taken. Like I wanted stuff like that. Yeah, I thought those were going to be from this. Yeah, and they they were just because that material. was that was pretty much what the cutscenes in Sunset Cemetery were. Yeah, it's like see all these cool character interactions, and the fact that they like didn't go that it doesn't feel as ultimate as I had been promised. True, because that would have made it ultimate. Yeah, it needs more of a video game. And now it's penultimate. No, no. no. Still, still not, still no. not right. Still not quite the thing that you want to be saying. Oh, yeah. We're gonna, we'll switch it up. We'll teach you some words after. Okay. There's a dictionary in this house, probably. <laughs> Somewhere. There's also yeah, one in on your pocket. Internet. It's called your phone. Yeah, it's on the internet. Yeah. Um, what else? Anything else? Any other thoughts on the game? I mean, it's it's hard to tell because it's within the first 48 hours of us getting the game. So yeah. I mean, like, and also, like, it is still just Smash Brothers. Yeah. So it's like, we've already played it uh, four times, five times over now. Is this the fifth one or fifth one yeah this is the fifth one okay yep. so we already played it like four times over now in terms of the core mechanics of playing it so there's not really much to talk about like no. and like i said we're not pros so we're not gonna be sitting here talking about like the technical aspects of it and even the pros don't have that level of understanding of it yet like more will come out and i'm sure there'll be techniques and weird things that people find over time hmm. uh one thing that i do really like about it in terms of uh, design aesthetic is i really like when you're playing stock battles the last knockout it zooms in on like the close up of you just getting destroyed or destroying somebody else, uh, and that's that's a really nice feature. John was confused by that, or not confused, but you were like, "Whoa, what was that?" Yeah, I was like, "Holy crap, I killed the crap out of that guy!" <laughs> and you're like, "No, it happens every time." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's well, it was funny too fun. because like uh, one of the friends that hadn't played since like Melee in '64 came over yesterday, and that happened where he beat the computer that he was playing against in a stock battle, and it was like, "Whoa, what?" Like, what move was that? How did I do that? I don't even, like, know what happened. I was like, oh, it's, it's how it works. At the end, the last one, he's like, that's so cool that that's in there. Because I just used to hit pause and do that just to fuck with people. <laughs> like, I know. I believe you got punched on several occasions <laughs> for that very thing. Because he would do a final smash, know that was the final thing, and press, like, start. Just so, so like, I want you to stare yeah, at your I just want you to see. <laughs> yeah, I want you to see the look on your character's face right before he flies off screen in utter embarrassment. Yeah. Uh, and he definitely got punched on several occasions because <laughs> that takes away the ability for you to try and recover, even if you know you were going to lose. Mm-hmm. You can still have that little glimmer of like, no, I was definitely going to recover and get back to the edge. Like, fuck you, dude. No way. Um, so I like that. Even now it does that. And it's not necessarily the like the death hit. Because I've had that happen, and the person has been able to recover and come back. So it's not even every time. Mm. But it's still cool. I really like that feature of it. I like um, how it has that like map little layout thing when yeah. the, the people pull away and it kind of like especially when you like get off of the screen but like you're still not out yeah and you can recover it, shows it, you it, it like zooms edges. out where yeah it shows you where the actual edge of the battlefield is mm-hmm. so like if you get knocked off you're like oh shit where am i you can be like okay i'm up in that like corner over yeah. there i need to like figure out how i'm gonna recover myself so i like how it gives you that little extra part too um i think a lot of the new level designs are really cool same now do you play um do you play with the regular levels, levels change, level hazards, all the different things that accompany it? Or do you like the the Battlefield and the Omega versions where there's no changes, it's just static? 
to show who the true best fighter is. Oh, I like having everything on. Uh, I so like all the crazy shit that be going on all the time. Normally, when I play with the group of friends that I play Smash with, we do Omega versions where it's just just Battlefield. Let, yeah, don't let the levels. Well, no, Battlefield is the it's the big one. The, yeah, the big flat. Uh, but Omega is it's the regular uh thing but there's no movement it doesn't change there's no oh. interactivity with it any of the ones that are flying or moving or uh the mario ones where it's like a side scrolling none of that happens it's just static oh, to I show like, who the true best fighter is I, I i think to be the true best fighter you have to be prepared for anything you have to prepare it for all the crazy shifts and changes that's certainly you need to be prepared for having the materia show up on uh midgar and it's like ufc versus street fighting well, yeah. it was, it's funny, too, because we were playing it the other night. We're playing it with Omega levels, so everything's static. It's just who's gonna like who's the best at beating up the other person. No items, no nothing. And then a uh, character unlock happened, and it was Lucario. And when you're fighting Lucario, after a while, and I think this is with all the challenger fights, after a while it starts getting to the point where like stuff is really... It wants you to end the match because it's just kill the other person. And so... The map flipped upside down, which inverted the controls, uh, and he wasn't prepared for it. So he had gotten attacked right as the world flipped. So as he's trying to recover to come back, he's now going farther and farther off the map. <laughs> and he was he was so mad because not used to playing with level hazards or any of that other stuff. And then have the world flip upside down and go backwards on you and just like... what? Fuck this. This is no bullshit. I think, that's a, I think that's a Pokeball that does that oh was it yeah I think, well, I, think, I think it's a pokeball i think like palkia or dialga one of those ones they'll like flip the map if you get them that sounds terrible well the other thing that happened right before that was there was a pokemon that landed because it was a special lucario stage and the yeah gravi- it was a pokeball or pokemon the gravity level. changed yeah before that so. yeah so i think it was a poke uh, pokeball does that one one of the pokeball like mm. unlocks now, do you play with items yes like i said i play with everything on mm. What do you think of the uh, any new items? I don't. I don't usually play with items. Um, I haven't really like noticed entirely which ones were super new or or not. Mm. Um, because there's so much shit. But yeah. um, as of right now, I I I don't think I've been particularly like uh, affected by anything new. Mm. Where I was like, oh, that's crazy cool. But I, I mean, I like uh, a lot of the new Final Smashes. The Final Smashes are cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Yoshi one particularly is fucking Yoshis. hilarious. Uh, like an army of Yoshis just run across the screen and cr- uh, crush them. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, so far so good. Like I got nothing bad to say about the game. Who's your favorite new character that you've played so far? Um, I haven't actually unlocked like one of the new new characters except for the um, Squid Kids. Mm. Were you? No, Ryu was in the last one. Was he? Yeah, he's yeah. There. he was in the last one. Uh, he was a DLC character for the last one, but he was in the last one. Gotcha. Um, so Squid Kids, I think, are the only new character I've unlocked so far. I played as Ridley. That was cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I haven't. I don't think I've fought anyone new either yet. Um, I did play as uh, the Squid, the Inklings, which I I, I really like those characters. Uh, I mean, it's hard to get used to them. I like. I I can't really figure out like the trick to them just yet. What do you mean? Like, I mean, I've been just been running around with a roller. It seemed like most of the time, like I can't really feel like feel for their like power moves yet. Oh, I mean, their smashes are like all the button prompts are the same. So it's I, just... I know, but I, for some reason, like I just can't figure out how to like properly fight with them. Like, yeah, well, it's getting used to the range of the paintbrush, and the one cool move that they have that I really like is their their side B, their forward B, where it 
brings out the roller. And if you hit a person with the roller, it plants them into the ground. So if you stop that move quickly enough, you can then do a charged smash while they're stuck in the ground, mm. uh, which is which I like a lot. But you have to be quick with it. And when you do that and you're just like, nope, fuck you, and you're gone. I uh, really like that. Mm. So I do quite like that move. I like all the different like color variations and costume variations for all the different characters. And they've always had that, but I feel like... Oh, it's a hell of a lot better this time. Yeah. Because the, the now it's like not I mean originally a lot of the original time. I mean for the last one they, they started getting into that like with the uh, Bowser Jr. and how like each one was one of the different Bowser kids yeah. and stuff. But for the most part a lot of the other characters just got like color palette swaps. But like this time when you go and do like Link, you get like different links. Yeah. You know, it's Which I like. it's Breath of the Wild Link suit, but then also like classic suit and also a different classic suit. Yeah. Um with Mario, like you can get tuxedo wedding mario as a that's costume my, that's and stuff. default and it's all just not the same just now it's blue mario now it's green mario it's yeah. like actual different characters i think is really cool yeah like the inklings there's i think six different like different inklings like yeah. three boys three girls all have different outfits all have different styles like mm-hmm. different hair and all that so i really like that as well um i haven't played a bunch with the like the echo fighters yet we haven't unlocked many of them i haven't echo unlocked fighters. any echo fighters yet uh, it is weird because we had, we tried looking at it both ways of do we want to have all of the Echo Fighters have their own character space or do oh, we want to double up? Oh, I'm definitely doing a character space. Yeah. It, I want I, that screen to be as big as possible. <laughs> it's very difficult to read the characters the more that you unlock because I was playing on a friend who had had more characters unlocked. Uh, and you could see them already starting to get smaller, and we were we still had halfway to go. Mm. Uh, so, but it is hard to find characters that you could want if they're doubled up with their Echo Fighters. So I could see it both ways. I'm probably going to have it where they each have their own space as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm going to still keep playing it. This isn't something I'm going to tire of quickly. Yep, like, same here. And the people that I normally play Smash with also really enjoy it, so I know they're not going to tire of it as they have in previous games. So I at least have that built in. I'm guaranteed to be playing it uh, multiple times yeah. over. And I did. I, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, and I, I like just finished, actually finished up Red Dead. Oh, we're done talking Smash. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Oh. Like, I, I actually like finished up Red Dead, and like I'm done with Red Dead yeah, now. Finished, finished. Yeah, not finished, but we're still in the epilogue. No, yeah, like, a- like actually finished. Gotcha. Um, so it like feels good to have uh, something to play on my switch now like mm-hmm. to go to my switch so i can just like watch something in the background because up until now like with red dead i've been you know just playing red dead so like now having something where i can just like lay back and relax and like watch a movie and play smash yeah. like while watching that it like feels good to kind of relax instead of having to be like thoroughly engrossed into something that's going on mm. like, what you could have done is you could have done cinematic riding in red dead and then played rounds of smash I could have, happening. yeah just like the movie you watched was the cut the walking in red dead mm. but all right so yeah i mean that was all i had to say about smash anyway but yeah i mean i'm pretty much done on smash as well we'll probably have more to talk about next week once we start unlocking characters start getting into like who's your favorite character now yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm guessing you said mario is your go-to guy no i don't i don't like no wedding suit mario is your go-to play, mario is my go-to mario okay uh when i play as mario no i just i bounce around because i don't like to play as the same person necessarily every time yeah because i'm much, not i'll switch to somebody new like every match yeah i'm not good enough to have a main mm. So I, I mean, I, because of playing through the spirit mode, like I've gotten really good at um, Kirby. Oh, see, I don't even as use right Kirby now. every time. Once I started unlocking people in spirit mode that joined my team, I was just switching to them. 
I just keep like going back to Kirby for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've gotten good. I've gotten good with his like um, block move, the oh, like the block drop. Yeah. yeah, his down B, like air down B. Um, so he's kind of like become my go-to guy at this point because he's clearly the most powerful person in the roster because he's the only one that survived. Not true. Just the fastest and the the one that has the best ability to fly on a star. Nobody's faster than Sonic. Um, he's the fastest thing alive. Gotta go fast. Not yeah. not true. Oh, I guess the other thing wasn't alive because that caught that that caught him. That's true. The star was alive. Yeah, or isn't alive also. Yeah. So he's Kirby faster than he's faster star. than Kirby, but not as fast as Kirby's star. That's right. Uh, there you go. You found the loophole with that right. story. That's right. I didn't need to find a loophole. I watched it happen. I watched the fastest thing alive get caught by a beam of light when Kirby didn't. So mm. clearly faster, or at the very least more agile. Yes. Not necessarily faster. Um, did you buy anything else this week? Considering Smashers came out on Friday. Um, I bought uh, Ashen, which was a game that was uh, released uh, like as part of the Game Awards ceremony that we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where they're like, and then here's like a trailer for Ashen, and it's out right now. So I was like, oh, I actually was interested in that game when they showed it off at like E3 two years ago. Uh, so I got that. Um, I haven't played it too much, so I don't really have a lot to say. But well, it it's... came out the night of Smash Brothers. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Game Wars was Thursday and Smash came out midnight on Friday. So. Yeah, so I had just like the day before Smash Brothers came out to, to play it a little bit. Or the night before Smash Brothers yeah. came out. Um, and it's just, it's a two-player Dark Souls. Cool. I just haven't had anyone to play it with. So it's, as of right now, like a one-player Dark Souls for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's I think it's pretty good. It's very minimalistic in design. Like everything is flat, like designless shapes more or less kind of piece together like the characters don't have faces or anything on them um but uh it plays pretty good john you played a little bit of it at my house today and you were having a problem with like the characters rolling yeah it was just it feels a little clunky like but you're dark- not used to playing like dark souls games at all well i played dark souls oh yeah you played dark souls 3 in my house yeah for pretty a while. decent amount of it That's and right. uh but like in in this one, it was like I, w- I was swinging my club or ha- hammer or whatever, and then I would run out of um, like stamina, uh, stamina, and then I would try to roll away from an attack. And usually, like in the Dark Souls games, if you run out of stamina, you run out of stamina. But this one, it was just like, well, I hit the roll button, and then the second I get stamina back, no matter what yeah, I'm like doing, once enough of your stamina recharge, I'm just you still remember that you like activated roll. So I like will automatically do that no matter what you're doing in the middle of it. Yeah, that would be incredibly frustrating for me. I kept I kept rolling into the guys, and because I was like, oh, like I'll swing twice, then I'm like, oh, that's my whole stamina bar. Oh, I can't roll away anymore. Well, now I'm gonna roll into you instead. So I don't know, but yeah. I mean, I I played it for legit like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I didn't play for like a terrible amount of time myself either. So I'll I'll give that a little bit more time. I was more I was just kind of like excited for that game coming out so I just kind of bought it when it came out knowing that I was only going to play it for like a couple hours not even a couple like half an hour yeah. or so like before getting like hyped for Smash Bros so uh, it'll be my thing to give it like delve into once I'm tired of Smash Brothers hmm. but I mean so far I think it's pretty cool like the story is pretty interesting it's very clearly inspired by Dark Souls the fact that it's called Ashen Whereas in Dark Souls, the, your character was referred to as the Ashen One. Mm, yeah. It's very clearly, they're just like, eh, fuck it. We're just making co-op Dark Souls with a like different design. Yeah, we, we know where you got your inspiration. From. Yeah, they're not even like trying to hide it, really. Because no, why point. would you? Yeah. Well, you're they straight up said it's inspired like by Journey and Dark Souls. Yeah, actually, that's pretty much a good like 
specific design of it. Well, and I, that was like when I looked it up on on YouTube or like Google or whatever, it said like our game inspired by Journey and Dark Souls. That's like the perfect. Uh, uh, well, I mean, they made it, so the, yeah, it's the perfect way to describe it. Yeah, Journey's art style with Dark Souls combat. Nice, uh, John. What did you play this week? Uh, I broke out my Vita and I played uh, Iconoclast, which was the PS Plus game. Yep. Uh, this month for the Vita, um, and it's like a it's a Metroidvania game with like very like goofy and slightly serious humor um, about like a like cult that comes and takes over a town for people who don't repent for their sins and stuff hmm. so it's far cry 5 um but like, like but like steampunky kind of set in the past like your you, your main character doesn't talk very much and whenever she does like it's very minimal like at one point somebody asked her what her name was and like a little speech bubble came out her name's robin it was just a picture of a robin <laughs> Um, and like all of the other, like the villains, like the antagonists, their names are just based on colors. So like there's black and there's white and then there's chrome and like a couple others. But, um, you use like a, like a stun gun and then you have like a giant wrench and like you're a mechanic and mechanics are like revered people in the, like, but also kind of slavish people in the, the lore of the game. It's kind of how it is in the real world too. Like everyone needs to go to the mechanic for a lot of stuff, but you know, everybody hates doing them. so. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. No, that, that feels very true to life. I like that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good. It's it's a Metroidvania. I played like, uh, well, like when it saves, it tells you how long you played it. So I played it for about an hour and a half, and it I'm only ten percent of the way through the game. So it's a decent enough game. Um, and then I looked at the trophies because I'm that kind of person. That, like mm-hmm. I want to get all the trophies, and there's only like ten. Um, there's Is there a platinum. Well, I'm guessing probably. Uh, with, with only 10 trophies, I would think maybe not, but it really depends on the game. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I thought all of them had platinums. Yeah, I thought I every game had to have a platinum. No. Uh, Hitman 2 doesn't have a platinum. Oh, really? There's a hundred and something trophies and there's no platinum. Oh, hmm. weird. Well, yeah, it's all, it's all up to what people want to put in. Like, that's still weird. Yeah, like I remember even uh, the first time I ever noticed it was the game Echo Chrome on ps3 yes had a bunch of trophies and like i really liked that game so i went through and tried to play it to get a platinum that didn't exist it's <laughs> just you get all of the gold like you get a gold trophy for getting all the bronzes oh, that's annoying. yeah it depends on the game but yeah there was there was a bunch that were hidden and then there's like one that's like get all the treasure chests in one playthrough uh when i started the game there was like five different um difficulties so i don't think it's a very long game but it's definitely meant to be replayed yeah and like i haven't I died once, but it was my own mistake. I didn't know I was standing on spikes. So I was just like, why the fuck am I getting hurt? Because, like, everything doesn't look real. Like, I was standing on what looked like roses, but roses have thorns. So, like, I guess... Every rose has its thorn. So that the, <laughs> the thorns were hurting me. Um, but, like, I haven't died in a boss Don't give me that yet. look, Joe. That was a good joke, and you know it. <laughs> Joe's shaming me with his sad shake of the head. Mm-hmm. And I don't appreciate that. But it's it's good. Um, and I'll, I'll probably playthrough it i'm doing joe's thing where like i put on something on the tv and i like played my vita and um but like it's also got like a, the soundtrack is good but it gets really annoying after oh, a while yeah. so like you're like oh this song's great the first six times i've heard it but like i really don't want to hear it again that's not good for a game that definitely is one that needs to be replayed over and over and over again yeah um but like um there's parts that like kind of need sound at one point you're trying to sneak out of prison and uh 
it says like you know sneak out of prison but make sure like you're only going by when there's noise and there's like a bunch of um there's a bunch of like it shows you in like a crawl space above a, a tavern and you're going by a bunch of guards and they're all telling jokes but they're all fucking terrible jokes but anytime they laugh that's like when you gotta move so that like they don't hear the creaking of the the floorboards above you um so like there's parts that actually do eat sound so like i've had like an earbud in one year and then i'm like watching something on tv mm-hmm. with my other with my other visions and hearings um but it's it's good and uh that's like i broke it out because i got that email that said like make sure to download all your vita and ps3 stuff yeah that's weird i didn't get that email john's referring i got to it shortly after Oh, maybe I just haven't checked that email inbox, but you're referring to the email that you received about no more PS3 and Vita games on PlayStation Plus starting next year? Yeah, it was really funny because I like, not funny, but like, I didn't know this was happening because I'm fairly new to PS Plus, but it's just like, as you know, and I was like, I don't know shit. Don't, don't imply that I know this already. Don't assume my knowledge. Um, that like they're gone March 13th or something like that. So like, make sure you download and like or add to your download list like the ps3 and vita games before they're gone um i thought that meant like it had to be on my system so i like cracked out my system and no uh, anytime, downloaded the three that i actually put on my list since then any ps plus games and i assume it's the same for xbox that although xbox you have to download right hmm? for games with gold to get it in your library you have to download no it. not a- just add it to library yeah. Well, there's um it, the the way that the Xbox works is different. I wish it was more like the PlayStation, whereas the PlayStation, like it, you click on it, it adds to the library. Yeah. On the Xbox, you click it and it automatically starts downloading. Uh, but then okay. you can just hit stop. stop yeah. Download. Okay. I knew there was something. It doesn't give like you that. the option. It doesn't like give you the option like, do you want to download? It just automatically starts downloading. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it might be that way for PS3 and the Vita, where like you have to press download. But as long as you add it to your library, which you can do, what I do with the the first Tuesday every month i use the app and i just go to the website and i add all of the ps3 vita and ps4 games to a cart and click checkout for zero dollars and they're all in my library forever as long as you're still a playstation plus member you can go re-download them as many times as you want to so you don't have to worry about missing out on any of the games you've got since you started ps plus a couple months ago or will continue to get up until march yeah i think i've only gotten three that are like worth things. having well yeah and like one of them like one of the zero escape games were on there so like i made sure to download that and then i, I had forgotten i downloaded iconoclast and then i was like oh I'll download this and i was like well i might as well start it up because i know it's like a metroidvania and i'm kind of between stuff right now yeah and then like an hour and a half later i was like this is good i gotta go and do laundry so mm-hmm. i put it down but i'll like i brought it with me like i'm gonna continue playing it nice well um that was only on vita right Yes. No, there's not a PS4. No, I think it's a PS4 cross by. Is it? I think so. Most of the well, like, pretty much every Vita game that comes out on PS Plus is also cross by with PS4. Because uh, I don't think I've actually downloaded the PS Plus stuff that came out uh, this week. Um, so I gotta check that out because that does sound cool. I like myself a Metroidvania game, but yeah, and it's like I'd probably prefer to play it on the TV than on the Vita at this point. Like my small complaint about it is that it, it's very small. Like, your character is really small on the screen. The text is kind of small. Um, so it would do better on a, like, PS4 screen. Um, but I don't know if it's cross-by or it not. It is cross-by. It is. I just checked, yeah. The other Vita game, it doesn't look like it is. Papers, Please is a Vita exclusive. Um, but anything that has a PS4 version is usually cross-by when it's free with PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah. It does say PS4 on here. Yep. Nice. So I'll go home and download that for the PS4, too, because... 
memory cards are fucking expensive for the Vita. Still, I know. It's really such a problem. It's because priority stuff. I know. If, if they go back and, and do another one, they really need to just use standard either internal storage or standard if they didn't learn after the SD cards. after the PSP <laughs> well no but see that's the thing they would have learned but you were still able to hack those memory cards so they made a new memory card that was unhackable or whatever that was the problem is they used a proprietary one for PSP but it was still something where people were able to hack and put their own stuff on it well not just hack you could get like the little cartridge that you could put many S- mini SD cards in that and then that would go on the Vita. So, I still or have in the, those. The PSP. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you could do that, but the PSP thing is it's, it's, it's its own fucking thing. Like, you have to buy a PSP or a PS Vita memory card. Yeah. And I was like, I only have, I have two four gig cards. I bought my system used from, like, somebody off of eBay, so I didn't really have a choice. I think I have, a, I have an 8 or a 16 or maybe both. I don't remember. But, like, one. all of my game li- libraries across two different memory cards. So, like, if I want to play something, I have to, like, be like, oh, is it on this one or is it on this one? So, I have to, like, so turn annoying. off the system and plug it back in. So, I went online yesterday. I was like, well, maybe I'll just buy a 16 gig card or something like that. Nope. It's, like, 50 bucks for Still 16. Still too expensive. And yeah. I was like, no. there It goes up to 62 gigs and those were 100 bucks. Yeah. No, it's still, it's still a giant pain in the ass. Come on, Sony. What are you doing? Well, it's a dead system now, so... <laughs> still lives on in my heart. I mean, I'm still playing it. didn't have to be. They didn't, didn't fuck it up. This way. It could have been better. Well, it's... It could have saved it. It wasn't supported here. Yeah. not Well, not the way it was in Japan, but... No. Because there were a lot of stuff in Japan where it came out on PS4 and Vita. Like, a lot of those games. Yeah. I mean, games are still coming out on Vita. Stuff got announced next year that's still on Vita, so... I don't know. It is what it is. Anything else you play this week? Uh, and then just more of the Sega Heroes game, but nice. Yeah, um, that'll be a continual thing until eventually they add. Uh, there's like guilds it says are coming soon, which will be cool. nice since Tyler's playing it. So like at least I'll have like a friend to be involved in it, and like maybe if Joe playing continues it. playing it. Yeah, he said a friend, Joe, not oh. an acquaintance, not a podcast partner, a friend, <laughs> not a passenger in my car. That's right, and in life. Just a passenger. Just a passenger. Just floating on by. Yeah. <laughs> Take charge of your own destiny, Joe. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. sounds hard. I know. It's so difficult. All I played this week was Smash. Uh, I played a little bit more Crash on Switch, just in the lead up to it. Uh, and then I'm going to get back into Spider-Man, because like I said, I saw Spider-Verse yesterday with John. It's so fantastic. Good. Just see it. Like, it's so good. It's uh, funny. It's heartwarming. It's action-packed. The art style is fantastic. Everything about it is just, it's just great. Uh, Tyler asked, like, when I sent him a text on the way back i was like dude you gotta go see it it's phenomenal you're gonna love it and he's like i thought they were going he was wondering D&D. if uh no he had D. oh that's right um he was Nerds. asking if the, like the animation was janky like it was in the in the trailer and i was like there was a couple moments where it was like super noticeable but for the most part it was super fluid yeah and i think that's it was like intentional anytime that it wasn't smooth or whatever it was intentional like i didn't notice anything where it wasn't right but no, that movie's great. Uh, so I, I specifically didn't finish the Hammerhead DLC. So I'm going to go back and finish that now. Yeah, now that you're in, into the mood. Yep. And then uh, the new DLC will come out in a couple of weeks. So I'll just probably play right into that. And that's the last DLC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then the game will be officially over. But then I'll have New Game Plus, which I haven't done yet. I'm waiting until I get all the costumes so yeah. I can play through how I want to. So I'll have the extra difficulties and the New Game Plus to be able to go and get some extra trophies. So. Is it, like, if I were to Redbox a copy of it to play the DLC, could I do it in, like, the three-day Redbox period? The DLC? Like, all of it, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. 
it depends how much you're powering through. Like if it was on a weekend, yeah, sure. Oh, okay, yeah, because that's probably what I'll do when all when all of it's out. I'll just like buy the system or the season pass or whatever, and then I'll red box a copy and then. Fine, just GameStop rent it. That way you or, get seven days, or and either. it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, or either. Yeah, I'm just trying to help you out, to save you money and get you the game for longer. Yeah. There you go. Plans for the future. Uh, speaking of things for the future, uh, the Game Awards announced all kinds of different stuff that's coming to a console. Maybe PC near you. And that's our big story this week. Uh, we had predictions, which I think were pretty much all wrong uh, last week for the yeah. Game Awards. I think I got no, mine Joe, right. Joe's what? very odd prediction did come true. Well, we'll get to, you'll, you have to call it out because I don't remember what it was. So you call it out when we get to that news item in the Game Awards, if you can remember what it is. Other oh, than, I, I, don't, I, I know. It was the big one. Yeah. Was it the big one? The, the big, big one. one. I, we have different definitions on what the big one is maybe i don't know i a lot of the stuff that got announced in this i didn't really care about there was Same. only really one thing that i was actually like super excited for and that was the one that i pre- i predicted i didn't really predict it but you i was just, like i would have loved if it was this but it's not gonna be that because that would be ridiculous and then i got exactly what i uh, said yeah. um so uh, i guess we'll just jump right into it then yeah, uh just i didn't a, pay just, attention to any of the actual awards and no. stuff yeah we're not gonna this isn't us talking about the awards or whether or not we feel x game should have won the X category or what have you. This is simply the, the trailers and reveals. Uh, I watched three quarters of the show. I think I know I said I wasn't going to, uh, but one of the big announcements off the top got me excited to watch the rest of the show. Uh, John, who said he was going to watch a show, didn't because I was the, watching a hockey game. Yeah, and the Bruins are doing well, so I don't blame you there. Uh, and then Joe was following along, I think, on his phone. Uh, yeah, I was at work. Um, I just had my phone in my pocket yeah. with the war show like playing, and every time I heard Jeff Keeley say like now world premiere, new, yeah. I like pulled my phone out and said, "All right, let's watch this." That's and, a good way to go about and it. And then like after that, I went like, and now it's going back into my pocket. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so Joe, you've got the list of all the the trailers and announcements, so. Let's go. Well, Dead uh, Cells won an award. Yes, one yeah. of the actually the very first award uh, of the night was best action game, which was given away on the, like the pre-show. Weird. Yeah, um, that's why I didn't really care about the awards because I was no. like, clearly they're not actually putting a lot of effort into how they're presenting this stuff if they're giving away best action game on the pre-show. Yeah. Um, but it went to Dead Cells, which I was surprised by, um, especially like, considering what it went up against. Did you see what it was? It was like Call of Duty and like Red Dead. It was like, actual action game. Like yeah. Mainstream well, yeah, AAA like, action games. Yeah, AAA games, not indie games. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I, I would actually. I was fine with it. Like I was like, I'd Me give too. it to that. Like that game's fun and action packed as hell. Yeah, that was the only award I cared about or knew. <laughs> uh, so the first thing shown off uh, was a game called Sayonara Wild Hearts for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's uh, being developed by Nintendo. Um, it's a weird. I couldn't really uh, figure out what this game exactly was. It's like a weird rhythm Tron type uh, music game, but also with combat and other crazy stuff going on in it what was it called because i actually didn't see this one uh it's the first thing they showed off it was on the pre-show so you might have missed it because of that it was called cyanar wild hearts uh like all the characters are based off of like um card like characters so there's like heart and club and king and queen and stuff um and uh they like described it as a pop album video game it's very very like uh, music focused okay i like i like that those are things that are relevant to my interests yeah, but, like, it's not a rhythm game, though, which is a weird part. Like, for the most of the trailer that showed off was, like, riding on motorcycles, dodging stuff. And I think, like, you're dodging stuff according to the music. Um, they showed, like, some sort of weird sword combat stuff at one point. Uh, the art style is very 
like neon everything's like bright neony colors um that's why i said like it kind of felt like a tron type thing yeah i get what you're saying it does it does have a neon aesthetic to it it looks kind of cool though there's a flying game boy cartridge i'm watching it right now just with the sound off um vr stuff yeah i mean it looked certainly interesting i just was like i don't know what this is but it looks interesting yeah no i'm i'm in for it it's from uh annapurna yep so i could get into this this was kind of cool uh, the next thing that was shown off was a game by 505 Games. It's called Journey to the Savage Planet. Uh, it didn't really show much off in the trailer. It was just like a cutscene of uh, people like living on a uh, like a makeshift space uh, station. Not a space station, colony? but like a like a makeshift colony on an alien planet. Okay. Um, and like something has gone wrong and now like you need to survive on this savage planet. When will they learn? Things always go wrong on savage planets with haphazardly thrown together space colonies. Yeah. Uh, but it, like I said, it was all just a cutscene, So it wasn't any like actual gameplay footage. So I'm not really entirely sure what the, I mean, it looked like it was probably just going to be like a first person shooter type like adventure game. Mm-hmm. Um, like a probably puzzle solving survival type thing, but also first person shootery. Um, eh, I mean, it didn't really jump out in any way that was like particularly cool. Uh, now this one, the next thing that was announced was the one I was talking about. Uh, and the big one of the show that had me really excited. I'm sure it's the one you were saying how there was the one thing. Yeah. Uh, Timing seems right where this seems like Marvel ultimate Alliance three, the black order was announced. To be fair, you also predicted they were going to show a trailer for Avengers four last week. I I was almost close. (laughs) Very close. Very, very close. It was only a couple hours later that the uh, trailer for Avengers Four came out. That's right. It was the technically the next morning, but still not there. No, so this was this was a weird one because this I hadn't been paying attention yet. I was still out when I got the text from you that said Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, and I that's what made me want to get back into watching the show. And my first question was, is this the Russo brothers' announcement? Which was no. Which I cannot believe mm-hmm. that they weren't a part of this announcement, considering. The look of it, the character designs, the villains of it are is the, the Black or- Thanos is Black Order, and they all look like they do in the MCU. Yeah, which again were very comic accurate, but it's still like Tom Holland Spider Man looks like he's in this in terms of it's, the costume. It's really weird because it's a it's definitely a mishmash. Um, because like when you look at the Guardians of the Galaxy, because they're in it as well. Most of the characters are based off of the Guardians movie designs, except for Gamora, who's based off of the Guardians. Comic book design. Yeah, she's got the white with the suit. like the white power suit yeah. type thing. But I think that's also how she looks in the. Uh, also, you can't call it that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what that is. You can't. You can't call it that. That's, that's something different. You're not allowed to say that any anymore. Um, but it also, I think Uh-oh. she kind of looks like that. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I did. I was like, wait, he he did say that, right? Okay, cool. I'm not gonna repeat it because that would make me call the power suit well. that's colored white. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, you can't call it that joke. No, but I think that's what she looked like in maybe the Telltale game as well. So, so it might be a, a type of thing yeah, where like they couldn't get the design, like they couldn't get um, what's her name. I mean, just a just put a green skinned person in there. Like the suit doesn't matter what she's wearing. Like, that's true. But just, yeah, it's just it's just weird witness. that like everyone else was movie design except for her. But there's also the X Men and other Marvel characters that aren't in the MCU. So it, it's all just thrown together yeah that's what i was saying it, it seemed like a very weird mishmash yeah. because like uh andromeda was straight up uh the girl from doctor who <laughs> <laughs> i 
Oh, Nebula? Nebula. Yeah, uh, yeah color. Uh, ne- Nebula was Different straight up her galaxy. design. Yeah. De- definitely, like, her straight up design. Um, so I was just like, like, what's the tone they're going with this? I kind of yeah. almost wish they just said, fuck it, and just, like, went with their own designs, and it didn't have to be the movie designs, especially since it was, like, they couldn't figure out which ones they wanted to use and which ones they didn't. Well, the, my thing, too, and this is kind of, like, the weird pet peeve that I have with it, because we're going to talk about this game for a little bit, so... Uh, big news item pause (laughs) Uh, where like I like the way that the costumes look in the MCU I like the character designs that they do for the MCU but it depends I'm still not a fan I I loved the early Star-Lord comic design but it wouldn't translate very well towards real life you know and so that's the thing like I like the designs that they chose for the movies because they fit for the movies but I don't need to see those translated to every other medium like I yeah, don't need well, to see that's why like so I love the old comic design for Star Lord and then the movie came out and all of a sudden Everything. literally literally between issues of a comic it, it changed, changed. Yeah. like there was a storyline going on and he was wearing his comic book Star Lord and then the next issue without mentioning or pointing it out anywhere he was just he was just dressed as Chris Pratt yeah and I was like what the hell is this yeah I was like no I want I want the old design back yeah so like I don't necessarily need that aesthetic for everything so I kind of wish this was more either their own versions of these costumes and this is the video game universe or it's comic related and it's just its own thing and what have you like i just i don't necessarily need it to be mcu for everything so that was kind of weird especially considering there are characters that aren't mcu that are now in there and they don't look like they necessarily met yeah like cyclops yeah and wolverine, or, uh, wolverine. yeah he was the only x-men that showed up in the trailer I, i'd have to watch it again i thought there were some others there were definitely people that are non-mcu that showed up mm. in there um but i'm i'm so excited for, i said last week on our predictions that i wanted this to be an all marvel show and I thought maybe at the beginning, if this got announced at the beginning and the Russo brothers were coming later, that this was, I was going to get my all Marvel show. Um, and I guess we'll just mention it since it's not going to come up later. The Russo brothers did not announce a game. They were not. They didn't do announce anything. They, they were just there. They presented an award. Yeah. And uh, that was it. For biggest so, hero or something or biggest. It wasn't even. Yeah. I don't, so my snarky prediction actually turned out to be true. <laughs> and even, even, so we didn't get... Oh no, it was Best Director. That's what it was. That's right, yeah. It was Best Director. Uh, so they didn't get to unveil this game, which would have been great. Yeah. They didn't get to unveil the trailer for Infinite uh, Infinity War Part 2 no. or Endgame, um, which they released a couple hours later anyways. Yeah. So like, why the hell didn't they just unveil it here? Well, and earlier with in the show... With them there. Earlier in the show, there was like a big commercial trailer for Alita battle angel Mm -hmm. that is based on the movie so i thought oh okay the russo brothers might actually just do the avengers trailer which i won't be too mad about because avengers trailer but i wanted the school like the the crystal dynamics game Mm. that's what i wanted but also jeff Keeley then made a joke that i was like oh why didn't they do that where like right afterwards it was him and reggie and Reggie said something about, like, uh, Smash Brothers is the biggest crossover ever. And then Jeff Keighley was like, well, don't tell the Russos that. I was like, yeah. oh, why don't they have the Russos, like, do something Smash Brothers related? And they come out like, we know a thing or two about crossovers. Yeah. So here's the first DLC character for no. Smash Brothers. That would have been cool, but no. 
it's so many missed opportunities with yeah. them. So, like, I wouldn't have been mad if this was the reveal and the Russo brothers did it and that was their thing. But to get this, knowing the Russo brothers' announcement or involvement in the show was still coming, that got me extra hyped that, like, oh, maybe I am going to get the Crystal Dynamics Avengers game or I'm going to get some other Marvel game because why else would the Russos be there? Oh, it's to give away Best Director. Cool. Yay! Cool. You didn't need them for that. You could have just got literally anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of a letdown, but that's no fault of the games. It's more just the pacing of the show and the decision makings behind the scenes. But uh, I'm super stoked for this game. Uh, we haven't even actually mentioned like the biggest part of this or the hottest part of this. Bring it up. Oh, which I is that uh, if we're thinking the same thing, I was just going to ask you what you thought of it. <laughs> that the fact that the game was a Switch exclusive. Oh, that wasn't even my that was next my question. that was my big thing. Oh, about that it. wasn't even my next question. Uh, but yeah, no, it is being so we you guys had mentioned it in the group chat, uh, and then I was just on Twitter to to watch the trailer, and I saw exclusively for Switch in 2019, and went the 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 hell yeah oh, okay, uh, but assumed that exclusively for Switch in 2019 means meant that there's going to be a January 2020. Guess what? Here comes your PS4, Xbox One. See, I editions. just assumed that they meant out in 2019. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought too. Um, but it's being published by Nintendo. Like it's I which is surprising. I didn't think that they would get but everybody's getting an exclusive of some kind, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, Sony got Spider-Man, Nintendo's getting Ultimate Alliance 3, Xbox is Something. I, <laughs> the Xbox is there. It's participating. Uh, if if that Crystal Dynamics game is Xbox exclusive, oh, man, you're going to goddamn roll. Although, you know what? I'll, I'll buy that $150 driveless Xbox. Yeah, just Xbox. streaming only just one. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I would have to do. And it wouldn't surprise me because Tomb Raider was Crystal Dynamics game and that was Xbox timed exclusive. It was, yeah, timed exclusive. But I'm not going to want to wait a year to play an Avengers game when it's out right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I, yeah, I was completely shocked that it was a Nintendo exclusive, but okay. I, John, how do you feel about that? I'm super mad. Cause I love the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games and I don't have a switch. So. Well, I mean, you're going to be playing, if you're going to be playing, you're going to be playing with friends and everyone, you know, owns a switch. Yeah. So yeah. there's a good chance that you're going to be over here or over at my house or over at Tyler's. Yeah. And there's a good chance you might be here gonna, anyway. We're all so. going to have the switch and we're all going to have a copy of this game. Cause yeah. I know I'm definitely fucking buying it day one. Hell yeah. I might even buy it digitally day one so I can just get it right. At midnight just always and, have it. Yeah. And have it always be there. Yeah, but there's a good chance you'll be here anyway, John, so... Yeah. Uh, you'll be able to play it. It sucks you won't be able to play it by yourself unless you get a Switch, which... I just, think get most a Switch. of it we played anyway. The the first... Or when the second one came out, you and I, like, played through the campaign in, like, two sittings mm-hmm. co-op anyway. But yeah. still, like, I'd like to go home and actually, you know... Yeah. Like, work on your character right. and exactly. stuff along. Because right. we don't know exactly how the game is going to work just yet, so... I mean... I'm sure there's going to be a lot about customizing characters and stuff. And because mm-hmm. it's the Switch, I imagine it's probably going to have a thing where, like, you can probably bring your... Like, I can bring my Wolverine into your game. Maybe. You know? All I want is Amiibos now. Oh. I just thought of that as you were talking oh. about bringing your version of characters over. That's what I was it's like, going to be. It's going to be, like, Marvel Amiibos that are going to fucking... I mean, they're not making the fucking Infinity things no anymore. Infinity anymore. I, 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 they probably have to buy that right from somebody to make... Little play to life toys, but throw all your money into that. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a weird licensing thing where it's uh, they maybe have to be bobblehead or something like with like with, figure. Yeah, game. because Hasbro owns the rights to make 
action figures so who knows but that would be that i just thought of that just now and that'd be so sick because my first thought when i saw it was being published by nintendo is okay i bet you they're gonna force some switch style gimmicks in here so maybe some motion controls for swinging claws or doing whatever like that could be kind of cool um i guarantee you they'll have one of those like you can put the screens next to each other to make a bigger map or something like that there's gonna be weird little gimmicks something to make it switch you know yeah hd rumble support where it'll rumble differently depending on different stuff if you want to throw captain america shield you like flick your joy con okay yeah i'm I'm down like i don't like those gimmicks necessarily but for a superhero game that i'm super into like yeah give me that Uh, my big question was going to be the how do you feel about the perspective change it's not as three-quarter top down as it used to be it looks like it's more third person like well that you can you can change it Oh, you can. Because yeah. all the trailer made it look like it was a lower, a no, lower vantage point. No, you can play. Games. You can play normal mode, or you can play which they called like the hero mode, which is like an over-the-shoulder perspective. Oh, version. okay. But you can switch between. I'm assuming that you know that's because Big if you're playing game. four players on one switch, like yeah. you're obviously not all going to have the over-the-shoulder view type thing on you. True. So you can switch between how you want to have it played. Nice. Okay. That's yeah. good. I hadn't seen that yet. Because it, it bothered me a little bit that it was more third person, like lower angle. No, the yeah, you can you can switch it. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. But yeah, that was definitely my. That was the thing that made me tune into the rest of the show because I was like, all right, cool, we got this off the top, like, and then it was all kind of downhill get? from there. Really was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some stuff that that we'll there's get to, two but... decent things that were. Announced. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying everything was bad, but that was like the one thing that really had me like sit up and kind of go like oh and then after that i was like okay all right that's cool basically what we're saying is don't tune out just now just keep listening to the rest of the episode but and you can turn it off (laughs) uh the next thing they showed off was a game called scavengers which is a four-player survival like co-op thing a la like um uh division Mm. it's a new game like that where you're on a like frozen planet uh working as a group of people to try and uh, survive i think one of the big draws of this one was that like you're also playing against other groups of like four p- players uh so you can you know so the division yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So i was thinking really hard to find a way in which to say no no not the division but yeah, yeah the, the yeah. division yep. so yeah it's just kind of like the division but post-apocalyptic but and- yeah yeah but not in new york uh yeah uh the next one, uh, this one, John, I told you about, you seem to be excited for, was a game called Hades, made by Supergiant Games, uh, which is the people that made the game Bastion and Hyperlight. Oh, no, not Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah, Transistor. Transistor. Yeah. Uh, so they have a game called Hades coming out, which is a, uh, looks like Dark Souls Bastion. It's the same like perspective, top down, yeah. isometric angle thing, but like it has the same kind of mechanic where uh, your guy can die and then respawn. Um, that was and he's like, and he's like, oh my god, I just did this before. Like, why is why am I back here again? But it's a PC game. Oh, it's only a PC game. Yeah, it's a it's an early access right now on Steam too. Oh, you're right. So uh, only available in the Epic Game Store. So yeah, oh, yeah, which they just launched. This when week. I, I when I heard about it, I was like, "Oh, that sounds amazing!" And then I heard it was only a PC game, and I was like, "I don't give a shit." Yeah, but that's PC for now. Yeah. I'm sure this will be coming to consoles probably, probably not Xbox. for like another year or two, but I'm sure it will at some Transistor point. Transistor never made it. Did it? I thought Transistor it, was on PS4. No, uh, you didn't. Let me finish. It never made it to anything other than PS4. Oh, but you've got one of those now, so. No, but what I'm saying is, like, if they're going to choose system exclusives, they're going to stick to it. Huh? 
So Transistor oh, was thinking, only on PS4. If this is only going to be on, on PC, PC this is only ever going to be on PC. Well, they didn't say only on PC. It's just out on PC now. Yeah. I still think there's probably a good chance that it'll come to consoles. But like they didn't even announce it. That's Yeah, because it's still early. Nah. Well, they want you to get hyped and buy into early access. Well, then, I'm not. I know you're <laughs> not. But. And with Xbox having an early access program, they could always put it on there too. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 if it comes to consoles, I'll be happy. Yeah. I mean, it certainly looked it certainly looked awesome. Yeah, the art so. style on it looks very different than the other two, but it looks like super detailed on this one now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited if they announce for a console version, but as of right now. Uh, okay. Uh, after that uh, was the announcement. This game it was already teased the day before, so it wasn't exactly a surprise. But the next game was um, Far Cry New Dawn, which is a sequel to Far Cry Five. Uh, taking place after the nuclear bombs had gone off, which uh, Far Cry 5 ended. Spoilers. Spoilers. Well, I mean, (laughs) it's it's the premise of the game. So Uh, at the end of Far Cry 5, uh, the nuclear bombs were detonated, and now the game takes place 17 years later uh, in the aftermath. Um, It has a very, like, Mad Max-y feel to it where you are part of a, like, town, and there's raiders, and the villains are the the raiders. Um, I, I mean... I liked Far Cry 5 a lot. I thought it was a great game. I'm sure this one's going to be good, too. I'm just, like, I look at this and I go, like, it looks like, like, Prey. <laughs> or not Prey. Rage. Um, Rage. Like, it looks mm. like, it looks like every other post-apocalyptic game that's, like, slightly goofy post-apocalyptic. It looks like Borderlands. It looks like Rage. It looks like, um, there's another one that I can't remember the name of right now. Now, is this a full-fledged sequel, or is this, like, a weird... Uh, it's Uncharted it's like, Lost Legacy style DLC, but it's no, its, own it's a it's story. a full it's a full fledged sequel in the like same vein as how Far Cry Primal was a full fledged sequel. Gotcha. So this will be a whole new game, not just it's a like whole a, new game, but it's like a side whole game. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's like, just the next Far Cry using the Ubisoft generic open world filter on in like a post apocalyptic. Yeah, but it's going to be using the same map. It takes place in the same town in Montana. Um, but so it's it, post-apocalypse. But it's the post So it's like the same map, but now it's everything afterwards. Like how um, Far Cry Primal used the same map as Far Cry Four. Yeah. Uh, but it just made it about ten thousand years earlier. It's weird though, because like I've seen pictures of, of Montana, and it looks post-apocalyptic already. So I'm wondering <laughs> how much they'll change. Just put a drop a nuke on it and find. Take out. one coat of paint off of a building. Is that what we're gonna do? Uh, probably. <laughs> Oh, Metro. That was the other game. I oh, was yeah, 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 of. Metro. Yep. yep. Uh, okay, uh, after that uh, was the announcement of the Stanley Parable coming to consoles. That was always a Steam exclusive game. Uh, so they'll be getting a console version with a bunch of new content to it, new like storyline angles. I hope there's a new achievement because there was a Stanley Parable achievement that you could only achieve a couple weeks ago. That was don't play the game for five years or eight years or something like that. <laughs> Um, and you could only unlock it, like, obviously, eight years until after the game came out. Huh. You couldn't change the clock? Uh, I'm sure you could, but, like, that was the only official way. Well, it was a PC game, so I'm sure there was some sort of weird background stuff. It was probably connected to, like, Steam yeah. the whole time. Uh, like, the Steam servers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like, don't touch the game for eight years. You can't uh, get that wrong. Like, you can't guess and be there early, because then you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's hope they change that <laughs> achievement around. The uh the trailer Ten years now. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> the the trailer for it was fantastic. Did do you watch the trailer for I don't this think one? I saw this one. Yet. Oh my god! Or I might have, but wasn't paying attention because I saw it was deep. Like, you know, yeah, you probably just tuned out because you're like, I don't yeah. 
Uh, I don't care what this. Uh, I played Stanley Parable. Uh, it was it's it's like a walking simulator, like story based thing. Uh, like goofy, it's but goofy and very funny. Yeah. Uh, but the trailer was fantastic because it's like Stanley Parable, like this thoroughly engrossing thing that got like got you know so much praise for its storyline and stuff like that. Everyone like loved it so much, and then like the trailer goes on to show like when it was announced in like 2013, it won so many awards, and then like. It cut to a montage of like every award show saying like and winner for best story is uh Last of Us. Yeah. Last of Us, Last of Us, Last of Us, Last of Us, Last of Us. And then it just goes, Oh, that's right, we we didn't win any awards for our story. Yeah. And it's like uh so then it goes in and it's like, but now it's gonna be different because we're gonna have all of this new story to add to the game, the story's gonna be continued, and it's coming out in twenty nineteen, and then at the end of it the guy goes, the narrator goes what do you mean there's a Last of Us 2 coming out in 2019? <laughs> Wait, is that the first confirmation that Last of Us 2 is coming out in 2019? Possibly. Did, did they break that story? I, I, I guess. Uh, but very, very funny trailer. Yeah, very tongue-in-cheek. I like that. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, after that was another small indie game uh, by Fjord Interactive. Oh, Fjord. 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 It's F-J-R-D. Fjord. It's just Ford. Fjord. Fjord. Okay. Uh, Fjord Interactive announced a game called Among the Trees, uh, which there wasn't really much to go by. It looks like it's kind of a sandbox survival horror, or not, not even a survival horror, just like a sandbox survival game. Oh, it's a, it's The Happening. Oh. Spoilers yes, for yes, The Happening. Yes. Joe loves uh, that movie, by the way. It's Among I the do trees. love that movie. That movie's great. We went to go see that in theaters, and everyone hated it except for Joe, who was like, <laughs> that movie was great. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> A big Marky Mark fan, that Joe. I actually am yeah, a <laughs> Mark Wahlberg fan. I know. Uh, uh, next up, actually, uh, Adam, you kind of predicted this one in our little pre-prediction show. Cool. Uh, the next thing that was announced was uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Oh, yeah. No, I had heard that was coming. Oh, you had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. I remember you saying something about, or you were playing, when you were playing the Crash remaster you were saying you were hoping they would do a crash team racing remaster well yeah well this isn't I, a remaster it's a new crash team racing game is it i thought it looked like a it looks like the same one it looks like the same game okay. i thought it was a, a remake like the the crash trilogy was. yeah it's like a ground up remake yeah yeah but i had i had read a while ago that they the team that was making the crash uh collection the insane trilogy had put up a oh job yeah you're posting. right it's a remake yeah, I thought it was. A, I thought it was just a new one. No, no, no. Yeah, it's a remake. Uh, they put up a, a a job posting for someone to do online multiplayer, and so the company that just made a Crash trilogy was asking people for online multiplayer, and everyone immediately went to, "Oh my god, Crash Team Racing!" And then I had said that I hoped that that was a thing on the uh, the show last week, and then I think a day or two later, I saw uh, outlets posting pictures of people who work at outlets posting pictures of. They got an orange card and a pair of orange fuzzy dice that you would like hang from a rearview mirror and said like, can't wait to show you what we got this week. And I went, ooh, it's Crash Team Racing. Ooh, it's Crash Team Racing. And it was, in fact, Crash Team Racing. It looks awesome. It looks like the Crash Trilogy does now. Like, And uh, it's the same game and the physics are the same and everything's there. Then uh, we're going to be having a whole bunch of fun. Did you also see that it's going to be out on all consoles? I did see that. Yeah, yeah, so you can play it on your Switch. Yes, I was, and it's its own game, so I could buy it on whatever console I want. Yeah, which is good because I worried that it might be a DLC for the Insane trilogy. Where yeah, I think that's the thing you said. Yeah. last week. Well, that's why I assumed that it would be because I didn't. It doesn't have the clout of a Mario Kart where you can necessarily put that out as a 
40 or 60 dollar game and people would go apeshit for it this is a niche thing for the people that like crash team racing when if you put 10 people in a room eight would say mario kart and two would probably say crash so i thought maybe it'll be dlc it'll force people to buy the crash trilogy it'll also like get people who did buy the crash trilogy to get this too for additional revenue so i'm glad that it's on whatever that means i can buy it on switch if i want the portability or i can buy it on my ps4 for the you know the powerhouse play or the online play might right. be better on PS4. So I don't know. I'll I'll play it by ear. I'll probably end up getting it on both eventually when one's on sale. But yeah, maybe buy it full price on Switch and then knowing Sony sales the way I do, that I'll, I'll be able to get it for yeah, five dollars two months from now. <laughs> so no, I'm super jazzed for that. That's gonna be really fun. I and if you don't think for one second that I'm gonna make that uh, remote control crash car downstairs into some kind of trophy, you're out of your mind. <laughs> that is hundred percent happening. I was gonna take a picture of the day before to then like be able to post on Twitter in real time, like, here you go, I'm ready for my crash team racing, but I just forgot to. But I a year or so ago I found a remote control crash cart that is wired, which makes it very difficult to have any <laughs> fun right. with. But it's sitting on my mantle of weird oddities. Uh, and so I feel like oh, I'm going to try Alfred Molina poster. My Alfred Molina painting and skulls and weird trinkets and a Jesus candle. Yeah. It's on my mantle of oddities. Uh, I, I think I might make that into some kind of trophy. So stay tuned for that. Nice. Because I'm excited for that. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, the next thing, uh, was another one that we had a lot of speculation about, uh, and we finally got what it was, uh, The Outer Worlds, which is Obsidian's new game. Yep. Uh, it is a, like, tongue-in-cheek style, goofy space adventure, like, themed off of... Borderlands-esque. Yeah, uh, Borderlands-esque, but with, like, a 1950s kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um. Borderlands meets Fallout, I guess? Yeah, pretty much. Like, in space. Yeah. Um... And uh, I don't remember who it was that was saying it, but it is on all the consoles. Well, not yes. on Switch, but is on coming to PS4 and Steam, uh, which we were, you know, we, we, were we weren't sure because now Obsidian is owned by Microsoft. So yeah. was this going to be a Microsoft exclusive? Uh, it's not. It's coming to the other consoles. Yes. Yeah, so well, not Switch, be, but uh, the other big last, consoles. Yeah. This will probably be their last non-Microsoft exclusive, which makes sense. You get them to finish this game up. It'll probably come out next year. And then... They'll, I'm sure they already have a second team or a third team, depending on how big yeah. the studio is, already working on whatever the Microsoft exclusive thing is they're going to be working on. So um, that's cool that it's coming to everything as like a one last chance for people to play Obsidian games that don't have Xboxes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It looks pretty cool. They, it looks cool. They do good work. It's, so. It doesn't look like anything I'm going to buy right away. No. Uh, maybe when I if I can get it cheap like later on. But I was just like, eh, not, not bad. Depends on reviews. Like I need to see more of it than just this one trailer. But I'm I'm not down on it yet. Yeah. Uh, the next thing was a game called The Last Cap- uh, Campfire, which is being made by uh, Hello Games, the creator of No Man's Sky. Uh, this one is, uh, it, they said it's a short narrative focused title. Uh, you play like this little character and you're trying to get like fire from one point to the other. Um, it, it, it definitely looks like it's a much less ambitious yeah. <laughs> game. It's not going to take 10 years and be not everything it was promised. Yeah. Well, from what I heard was, like, after No Man's Sky was, like, about to come out, they had a separate team that they were, like, go and do something to, like, pass the time, pretty much. And this is what they they made. Because they were, like, go and make something that you want to make. And that'll pass the time. Like, that's something like a pet pet project. And this is what they created in in the interim between that and the, like, huge Whatever the next thing they did. Oh, yeah. yeah, Because they need to do the... Uh, next update for yeah. No Man's Sky. Yeah. 
So that's why it's called like a short adventure or something like that. And that's yeah. why it's such a different tone and different game than No Man's Sky. Well, I, I definitely was a lot more interested in this one than I ever was for No Man's Sky. Yeah. So maybe they should stick to the short but sweet little things as opposed yeah. to selling far too much that then they can deliver. That I don't think was necessarily their fault. I think that was more Sony's fault. Yeah. Sony put them on every stage they could put them on to talk about the game and eventually you run out of things to talk about so you talk about plans as opposed to actualities. No One's Sky just never really caught my eye like aesthetically either. Like this looks kind of cutesy and stuff like that but it's not fucking neon pink and like blocky and I don't know. It was never my... It has an actual design to it as, yeah. opposed, to just a story. A, as opposed to just an aesthetic to <laughs> it. True. <laughs> True. Uh, the next thing uh, was a game from Wildcard Studios, or Studio Wildcard, uh, who are the designers of Ark Survival Evolved. Uh, this game is Atlas. It is a giant pirate fantasy adventure game that Arr. essentially looks like everything that people wanted Sea of Thieves to be. <laughs> yeah, you, call, you texted the group and said, oh, look, it's what... Sea of Thieves should have been. Yes. How do you feel about this? Because you're a pirate guy. You played Sea of Thieves. This looks like a much more in-depth and involved Sea of Thieves. It's what? Uh, it's an open-world survival MMO. Um, I think they said something like 90,000 people to a server or something 40, like that. 40,000? 40,000 people to a server. It was some high server. number. I remember texting it and being like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let me see Are they going to get 40,000 people to play the game? Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> but that's the thing. Even if they don't, at least it's up two so if they don't have that many then guess what you've had every player everybody's in the in, same game at the same time yeah yeah um Climbing i mean tubes. i never cared for arc at all i've never like bothered i played like a free demo i think that they put out like a free beta weekend type thing or like one of those free play weekends yeah and i was like oh okay this is something but uh i mean at, at the time it was way early on in the the game like existence so it was just felt like another one of those like collect resource build thing type games. Yeah, forty thousand concurrent players. Forty thousand. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I was like, I, I like, I was like, I played this type of game a bunch of times, yeah, and I don't care that there's, I don't care that there's dinosaurs in this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We played like a lot of Seven Days to Die and all that stuff leading up. So I was like, eh, I don't really care about this. Um, I like how this one it looks like it's more of just a game as opposed to like boat simulator. Well, I mean, more like it's, it's yeah. you're, you're going on an adventure as opposed to just sitting around going like, I'm just going to drop down trees and gather rocks. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, I'd rather much just be like, cool, I'm going to go fucking shoot that boat. Yeah. Sea of Thieves is more like No Man's Sky, whereas this is yeah, like actually, a, real, yeah. <laughs> a real full-fledged game. The only thing I didn't like uh, when comparing it between uh, Sea of Thieves, which how could you not, was I, I thought it looked worse. I don't necessarily like the cartoony graphics of Sea of Thieves, but I thought... But at least it's, it's a style. Yeah, this just looked like a graphical downgrade. And again, it's a trailer. It's an early thing from a small studio. And even Ark wasn't even that graphically in, intensive or anything. But I don't know. I, I need a, another layer of polish, I guess, to really impress me. Which but, I'm sure it will get in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not I'm not saying the game is, is dead in my eyes because I didn't like the initial reveal graphics. But... Mm. Um, that's just something to, to look forward to see if they change. Uh, it will launch on PC next week, uh, followed by a Xbox version of it coming in 2019. I might try to play it on PC. It doesn't look like it's that, like I said, graphically intense, so I might be able to run it on my laptop. 
Yeah, oh, until like a bunch of people start running around on your screen and all of a sudden it yeah, we'll decides see. to crash. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, uh, and then uh, after that, uh, we had the um, Dragon Age announcement. Which was nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just a teaser saying Dragon the, Age. the Dread Wolf Rises. Yeah, which was the... So it was something from the previous games. I DLC. guess I didn't play any of them. I was reading about it. But like it didn't show off anything. It didn't really give you a hint as to anything other than a Dragon Age game is coming, which everybody already knew from three the days before. That, yeah. Where they said, guess guess what? A Dragon Age game is getting unveiled at the Game Awards. Yeah, good job, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, the head of uh, Bioware Studio like came out and said, like, don't worry, we're still sticking to our roots with this new game. Everything's not going to be just like Anthem from this point onward. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, good for them. I'm sure there was a lot of people that were like, I don't. I hope this isn't a trend yeah. with uh, the announcement of an Anthem. Um, getting Mass Effect Anthem and Dragon Age Anthem and mm-hmm. <laughs> every other game that we make Anthem. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, after that, uh, Giant Squid Games announced The Pathless. Uh, this is the studio that created Abzu, which was like that scuba diving game. Yep. Uh, this one looked, uh, at first I was like, this just kind of looks like stuff. Uh, then it got really cool. This is the one that like, it's just a girl in like a forest with a, an eagle, but then like all of a sudden. Oh yeah, and then there's shit running She's running her. super fast yeah. ninja style and like flying, the eagle's launching her in the air and all sorts of stuff. I was like, at first I was just like, okay, it's just another one of these like, somebody's walking through the snow game. Right, Journey. Yes, or uh, any of the other million, the, the long walk or whatever it was called. the Firewatch. Firewatch, uh, the long night. Yeah. All those things. And then, but then it was like, nope, it's like a crazy, fast-paced, ridiculous, action-y type game. Yeah. It like also running, has like story and stuff. It's like yeah. running next to a, like a giant flaming tiger or something at mm-hmm. one point. Sick. Uh, so that game looked really cool. Uh, after this, uh, they had an announcement uh, for Stranger Things 3. The game. The game, yeah, which is a sequel to the cell phone game that John, you really liked that one. Ooh, that game was good. Yep. Uh, whereas that one was a uh, like sixteen bit RPG, yeah, or eight bit RPG, yeah. like a, a Nintendo style RPG. Yep. Uh, this one is sixteen uh, bit, so it yeah. looks more like a Super Nintendo game. Oh, so cool. the, the 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 times are also progressing. <laughs> is it also going to be on the cell phone? No, this is a console. I think. Uh, yep. Uh, it's going to be on PC. PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it, it follows the events of Season 3 of the show. So I don't know if it'll be out in time for the show, or if it'll be out just after the show. Like, give everyone a chance to watch it yeah. first. The uh, cell phone game came out before, but the cell phone game was a bridge gap between Season 1 and 2. Yeah, so, so it made sense. This yeah. one is telling the story of Season 3 with other like twists and surprises, I think they said. But hmm. it, it'll, it'll probably be out sometime end of next year when i assume stranger things season three will be as long as season three doesn't suck i'm in yeah that'll be the real kick if like season three is not good no one's gonna buy this game whereas if season three is really good then there's more of a chance yeah because season two is just kind of mad i still haven't seen it it's it's okay i haven't watched any (laughs) stranger things i like the first season a lot i'll probably watch the second season when i know the third one's coming yeah uh and then uh after that uh ed boone uh, from NetherRealm Studios took the stage to unveil... Uh, present an award. To, pre- yeah, to present an award for uh, best sport or racing game. 
Uh, but something happened, and there was a glitch in the system, and all of a sudden, instead of the uh, the the Nominees. promo reel for all of the games that yep. were nominated, uh, they put up a trailer for uh, Mortal Kombat 11 for some reason. Yeah. I don't know cool. why. The reason was to be badass looking. <laughs> uh, that trailer looked fucking awesome. It, like, it did look fucking awesome. It was fucking brutal. Crazy Raiden. Yeah, and the, my thing is, is that I, I'm not ever going to get hyped for a Mortal Kombat game because it's just not my style of game. I don't have any hatred towards the game. I play it and I like it, but I'm not going to have any kind of hype level for it. But that trailer was sick. Like, It doesn't get me more excited for it. It just means, okay, cool, more awesome Mortal Kombat is coming as opposed to lame Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. is coming. As long as they don't microtransaction the crap out of this one. Because I don't know if you guys played 10 or read about it or anything like that, but like... There was microtransactions up the button that where like you could pay physical money to get easy fatalities, mm. like one button fatalities, something mm-hmm. that should be unlockable. You could pay money for. Well, yeah, but you couldn't use those. Could you use those online or was I it... think so? Oh, okay, well then yeah. that's where the issue comes in. But yeah, yeah, I only played ten a little bit, but because that's all I do with those games. But this one looked sick. Some yeah, of those... the trailer was awesome for this. There was one fatality where I think a head exploded and I just was like, oh, jeez. Like, I didn't even <laughs> expect it, even though I should have. Yeah, uh, the, the trailer was a fight between Scorpion and Raiden uh, as they just proceed to just murder the crap out of each other. All of everything first? Mortal Kombat. I thought there was no, another was Scorpion first. at first. That's the, that's the thing that was weird. So it was like modern new Scorpion and oh, Raiden okay. fighting, and then at the end, Raiden kills Scorpion and then Scorpion walks back on the stage, but now he's wearing his like classic, classic yeah. original uh, That's suit. That's what threw me. Yes, uh, that was like the modern design for Scorpion, and then the classic one. And that was supposed to be like what the big thing for this one is going to be is Ooh, that like everything. No, everything is like fully customizable. Oh, sick! Um, which is something they did with Injustice Two, where like you could really customize what your like Superman suit looked like. It looks like they're doing the same thing with this one, whereas. Uh, it's all about designing like your own personal ride-in, like That's down cool. to like the moves that they can do as well. You can customize. So like when you go online, you're not just gonna be like, okay, there's Scorpion. You're like, okay, there's Scorpion, but like, what's this Scorpion gonna yeah. do? Which also probably lends to John's uh, worry of microtransactions because yeah. it's gonna be like, you want this suit, buy this suit. You want this move, buy this move. Yeah, you want to do his get over here? That's five dollars, bitch. Pay up. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, if if they want to make me pay to unlock suits that I can earn just in the game anyway, okay, I don't really, I don't really care if it's just no. But suits. like that kind of stuff that they had for the last game for ten, you couldn't unlock unless you paid money for it. Oh, that see, that's messed up. If you can't, that's unlock why I'm saying. Like, I don't care about microtransactions if it's unlockable in the game or if it's entirely aesthetic. That's yeah. fine. But when you're paying money for things that should just be an unlock in the game progression wise or you know well yeah setting wise like easy fatality should just be a tick on the like options venue like i mean if anything it should just be like a code like it was back in the day or a code yeah not a five dollar mini transaction that you need to pay for that's the world we live in now i know but it looks like uh they're taking a page out of soul Calibur's book because like that's soul Calibur is always known for making the super customizable uh characters all the way you know also down to move sets where you make your own person Mm-hmm. make your own fighter so that's cool yep uh so that was the last of the actual like game announcements uh we did get one last thing at the very end uh which i mean i was surprised that they actually like closed out the show on this one it Same. didn't seem like big enough Mortal Kombat does yeah 
but the final thing that they, was announced was the first DLC character for Super Smash Brothers, uh, who is Joker from Persona 5. A game that is not on Switch. A game that is not on Switch, which has a lot of people saying, okay, I guess we're going to get a Switch port of Persona 5. Yeah. Well, I'm, sp- I'm, I'm sure it's going to be Persona 5 Golden, whereas Persona 4 Golden was a Vita exclusive. Yeah. Uh, they might just do the same thing, like do a handheld special edition one, like how they're doing with um, uh, Dragon uh, Dragon Quest fifteen or eleven. There's going to be an exclusive Vita like port of it. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Well, uh, the Persona characters are on the the Persona Q game that's on the the 3DS as well. So a lot of people oh, forget right. about that. Yes, that's true. So these this, they it's not a system out, exclusive characters, out. but these are. I thought Joker was a specific Persona. He's 5 from character. Persona Five, but I think he's in one of the. He's in Persona Q Three, which is the next one that's coming up, which is a crossover between Persona and some other dungeon crawler game i don't remember what it's called uh but they're it's a they're 3ds games and they're dungeon crawler games but he's not in a other nintendo game yet like he's going to be in that one yes yeah so he's he's like the character's still gonna be in a in a nintendo thing and persona has also been on nintendo's systems before yeah other yeah other you know shimigami tensei games and other persona games right but that one character hasn't and that's where that i know of like, yeah he yeah. could be in persona q2 that i know of but i obviously i've never played them i just know that they exist mm. i just know the dancing ones well and those aren't on anything but sony systems anyway yeah they are i'm just thinking i'm just thinking of spinoff dance all persona night. things i'm like there's the dancing one yeah, the, the dance rhythm game night. um so my my takeaway is ultimate alliance 3 what about you joe what's your takeaway ultimate alliance 3 john your takeaway not ultimate alliance 3 well because you can't play it yet um the obsidian game kind of looks cool because i like borderlands um but i think the big draw of borderlands is the comedy for me and like the multiplayer ability like no, I mean, playing, this playing with other people like it's funny yeah it does but, but you don't get a sense of that from it does yeah you yeah. also don't know the brand of comedy like it could be fart jokes non-top and stop or you know whatever it could be you know some something else but... hey we're in 1950 space look at my dick yeah <laughs> i don't okay. yeah sausage party the the movie or the game um i play that game uh but yeah i don't nothing really out of that kind of made me excited they did announce that there's going to be a uh a demo for what's the game that and and, fuck (laughs) there's a demo coming in january for the bioware game anthem anthem Anthem, yeah Hmm. um so i'll be excited to play that to like yeah, I mean, know, I want to give it a try. It is. Yeah, I want to give it a try. I'm, I mean, I'm not interested in it as of right now, but I'm fully willing to accept that it might be really fun. Sure, it's not. It doesn't have my interest peaked because I don't really like Destiny. But if they give me a chance to play it before it comes out, maybe it'll get me excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it then for the uh, the big news item of the week. So we'll finish things up with the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week, though. There isn't much there. Uh, because anybody that really wanted to do anything uh, put something at the Game Awards. Uh, so that was obviously the big thing. We do have a couple of quick stories we want to run through. Uh, first of which is a new rumor. We had talked about last week Rocksteady's non-committal, then committal on their next project being maybe a DC game, maybe not a DC game. We talked about that uh, last week. But it seems that WB isn't content to wait on Rocksteady to announce games that they're possibly going to be a new Batman game coming from WB Montreal, the team that made uh, Arkham Origins. Uh, there was a tweet from a, a developer or someone who worked on the dev team at uh, WB Montreal that said, 
you know, I have the best dev team. Like the redacted team is the best dev team around. And the picture was them wearing a shirt that had a logo very similar to that of the Court of Owls. Uh, so those that know Batman know that the Court of Owls is a, a group that has basically been running Gotham from behind the scenes as businessmen and elites. and Like since the... Before the town was even a town, yep. or the city was even a town. Yep. Uh, they're a shadow Illuminati-style organization that makes their presence known to Batman, and uh, that could be a really, really cool storyline for a game. We don't know if this is Arkham-esque, or if this is some other kind of game, or if you know anything is nothing's really known about it at this time, other than it looks like we're getting a new Batman game from WB Montreal. Or potentially a straight-up Talon game. It couldn't even be Batman. It could be. Yeah. yeah, it could be a Talon game. Who is there? Like, is that character even in the comics anymore, though? Oh, I don't know. I haven't read Batman. I haven't read any years. DC comics in for a long time. Well, it's been rebooted twice since the I last I know. That's why I was like, I just, I can't, I can't keep up with these reboots yeah, all yeah. the time. I have a feeling they wouldn't necessarily go straight for Talon right away, because that'd be a hard sell, because he's an obscure, more obscure character. But that could be something where maybe you play as Batman for three quarters of it, and the other part is talent, and then sequels are talent. Look how they had like the Robin levels and stuff. Yeah, the other ones. I, that wouldn't surprise me either. Um, or but, they could do like a Metal Gear fucking Switch, where they're like, "Oh, yeah, Batman this is a for Batman like the first game. ten minutes of the game, yeah, and then, then you're talent for the rest of it." <laughs> and you get talent rising a few years later, and it's just not as good. <laughs> and then talent rising revengeance. But I don't know. I'm I'm super down for more Batman games. I'm. I mean, I'm I'm totally down for another Batman game. I I really loved those games. I'm just kind of like, I thought we were done. Like, it's kind of weird because it's like, eh, I'll I'll play it, but I was like, I was kind of hoping for something new. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would like to see them take another superhero and make a game for them. That's just what I would like, like to see who? at this point. Like Green Lantern. Well, I want a Green Lantern. I want more Green Lantern. Here everything. Give me fucking Green Lantern. But hey, that could still be the Rockstar. Shazam. It could be. This is a this is a different studio. Who made the the bad or the subpar? It wasn't terrible. It was subpar. It was subpar, but it was, it very was still playable. It was very repetitive. well. They made the first one. As well. I mean, what didn't they make the first one as well? No, oh, they no, made, no, they made Rock Rock You're talking about WB Montreal. Yeah, WB okay. Montreal. Yeah, yeah. They made Arkham Origins, which was okay. It was. It's as, a game. Yeah, it's just very repetitive and not up to the caliber of the other ones. But I'm excited for for more Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that was they. They had nothing to. They were in LA, but said they had nothing to show at the Game Awards. They're just showing it off, and that'll probably be a thing we have to wait till E3 to hear more about. Uh, I can't see them, you know, just dropping that unless there's a Batman Day coming up or any kind of big Batman something or other that they can coincide an announcement for. That'll probably be a big reveal. Between E3. Uh, let's see lightning round we talked about uh, Bethesda's issues with Fallout 76 last week for like the last four weeks <laughs> no we've talked about it for the first time last week we hadn't mentioned it before uh, because we weren't playing it we didn't care no but I mean we've talked about like the reactions to it no we didn't last week was the first time I think we mentioned it on the show I, I find that hard be- to believe no because every time we were just like did you play it I didn't play it I yeah. don't know it's cheap yeah. people don't like it Yeah, move along yeah so like we didn't need to pile on because we didn't play it we didn't care about playing it um, but we talked about their issue with their uh, non-canvas bags uh, last week so we're going to follow up this week which actually <laughs> I saw somebody post like online like uh, you can go to Amazon and type in canvas bag and find like 
a canvas bag for like five dollars. Oh yeah, no. Well, for that's sure. how much in-game currency they gave. So that yeah, that's, what, that's what, <laughs> like there was a point was like they said it was far too expensive, and they're like, oh, oh, really? Hang on a second. Let me just go to Amazon and tiki tack away. Well, I mean, they wanted to manufacture it for two dollars, and instead had to manufacture it for five. So that was double what they wanted. So it is too expensive. Mm. Um, but they they made good on that, and said that they would replace. Uh, people who had bought the Power Armor Edition, they'd replace their bag, give them the canvas bag, did a, a homey a culpa and said, all right, you get your in-game currency, but we're going to give you your bag. That's It's great. It was, it was all good. They, they fixed the problem, so we should commend them on that. And they didn't do anything else wrong for a whole 12 minutes. Uh, <laughs> because in saying that you could get a new canvas bag, you had to submit a support ticket to the Bethesda support website. Um to get your bag, you had to provide your like, proof of purchase and your address and your email and, you know, anything that they would need to, to contact you. Uh, what they didn't intend for was the fact that if you had a support ticket open through the Bethesda support website, that you could see everybody else's tickets for their support uh, to get new bags, which means you could see their email addresses and home addresses and probably last four of the credit card numbers or maybe whole credit card numbers that people are dumb pictures enough to of type the receipts. In. Yeah, pictures of receipts. Uh, all the things that, you know, are should be between a consumer and a company, not a consumer and all of the other consumers that have access to the internet. So uh, they done fucked up again right afterwards. I just, I don't know how one company can implode so badly in such, such a, a high short pedigree. amount of time. Yeah, with such a high pedigree. And they just... Just, just tanked it on this whole thing. I can just picture Todd Howard like sitting in his office with like a bottle of scotch and just yeah. in his hand in his head, just going like, yeah. what, "What has happened?" Yeah, some futuristic Fallout weapon, and the other just like, "What am I gonna do?" Just staring at it, yeah. just kind of going like, "Not what today, is, not today." What did we do? He's just he's just yelling at the team making Elder Scrolls Six to hurry the fuck up because we need to get it out. <laughs> we need to. And they're, and they're like, no, Todd, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, yeah. So they, they who cares it. about quality control? Just put it out there. They'll buy it. They're idiots. Yeah. It's, hey, not far off. But uh, that's true. Yeah, they uh, they done messed up again. And I said last week, like this will probably be the last time we talk about Fallout seventy six until the next time they fuck up and. I didn't think didn't it'd be so quick. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be so quickly, but you know, they did. They did what they did, and uh, here we are. So I, I don't know what uh, steps they've taken now to to mitigate the the problem of everyone having access to everyone else's home address. Uh, they said, probably sent out an email saying, uh, "Please change all of your credit cards. Yeah, uh, change your emails. Don't don't look at the support tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, move. You should probably move." Uh, and uh, just change tell us your, where you move to uh, with a letter, and we'll send you your canvas <laughs> yes. bag. We're just doing snail mail from this point on. Might as well, but I, at least they at least they're giving people the bags. Like at least at oh, least that yeah. problem. In the end, yes, yeah, so you you got your bag. Yeah, so it all is good. And an extra shitty nylon bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah now you have two bags. Now you have two bags. Now you have two bags and five dollars of. Yeah, uh, Fallout credit, and hopefully the the game will get patched and, and a then, broken game that nobody's playing. Yeah, yes, I think in six months this will all be behind it, and everyone will talk about how Fallout seventy six actually isn't that bad now. It's kind of fun if anyone's. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's the general progression. Yeah, that's that's the hope at least. And then somebody's going like, "Come on, guys, seriously, it's not bad. Play it with me." I I was listening to Skippy. <laughs> yep. yeah. I was listening to something, and somebody said like, "It's not that bad." And honestly, if they had just said this is Fallout seventy six early access. Um, or oh. Fallout 76 beta, then 
all these things people wouldn't have like you, you would have paid for it because you pay for early access games still but you you don't have a right to complain about bugs and stuff no but you because you buy it with the understanding that this isn't the yeah. full game if they had just done that everyone would have been okay with it but honestly i think the real problem is it's sony's fault because sony doesn't have an early access program so you'd have to pay for a game and you can maybe call it early access but there's no real way to do that so uh, yeah, I don't know. I think in a while they'll they'll get over it. But as long as they stop leaking customer information and all that other stuff, will be will be fine. We'll we'll find some way to fuck it up. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of people getting mad at companies and video games on the internet, uh, Counter Strike announced this week that it's going uh, free to play, so you no longer have to buy Counter Strike Go, uh, which angered people who bought it and have probably been playing it for ten years. Which shut up. Like, you, you had your fun. You got it. Like, if you bought Counter-Strike last week and they announced it was free-to-play, all right, you're entitled to, like, a, a refund. John, do you know how much it cost? Um, like, 15 bucks. Yeah, oh, okay. It's, it's not a $60 game, so... Yeah, at this point. No. Um, but they also add, said that they're adding a uh, Battle Royale. Now, I don't know if it's in the game proper or they're just using Counter-Strike Go's... Source. Structure to... Um, no, Counter-Strike Source is a different thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, a different game. Yeah. I don't know if they're just using that as the basis to build out a Battle Royale game or if it's going to just be an add-on to the main game, but... I it's mean, probably it, going to be an add-on. I don't know if... I mean, I'm probably the only one who plays or has played CSGO. Yep, I never played Counter-Strike. Um, there's, there's already different modes in that game. There's a there's a mode where you play with 10 other people and you start with the shittiest weapon and you work all your way all the way up to and off yeah they've added that to like all the call of duty yeah so like that's that was in csgo from like the get-go and that's like a different mode where like if you get the kill you move to the next gun sort of thing so like it'll probably just be another add-on and like another mode i mean that game has been like modded to hell for the last 15 years anyways right right yeah i'm I'm surprised that there wasn't already like a uh, just a fan-made mod of this and now it's official yeah yeah I mean, uh, Left 4 Dead was a mod that mm-hmm. was made official. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm not surprised because you know, there's everything in that game already at this point. So, yeah. it was bound to happen that somebody was going to do it. I'm just wondering if it is because, like, uh, like with Left 4 Dead, wasn't that just, like, a fan mod that they, like, said, Licensed. like... Yeah, well, and then they're like, okay, like, and then that's how um, Turtle Rock? Yeah. Yep. Like how Turtle Rock was formed. Yep. Like originally they were just people making a fan mod and then like they bought them and said, okay, now you work for us. So I'm sure it was just some dude making a Battle Royale mode and then they were like, all right, you're doing this officially now. I mean, I don't yeah. know. You got to get that mode into every competitive thing. Mm-hmm. So, no, oh, good for that. Uh, it'll be cool. I, I want to see what it looks like when it's done. It could be pretty fun. Yep. But lots of people are mad about it. Yeah, well, because they they don't like people don't like change. Fourteen thousand Steam users in the first two hours left negative reviews for the game. Yeah, that's that's just being petty. Yeah, that's right. just people piling on just to complain to complain. Yeah. I don't. I, no, we have no no place for people like that on this show. No, you guys are all at least somewhat optimistic most of the time. We can get negative if we want to, but mostly optimistic. Shut up, Adam. How dare you! Uh, lightning round, uh, Rebellion, the developers behind such games as Sniper Elite and the PSP Rogue Squadron games, uh, are moving into the movie business. Yeah. So you can watch a movie about somebody getting shot in the testicles in slow motion? Yes. It's just going to be that over and over again. Is it called Shooter 2? Are they making a shooter, or not shooter, uh, Shoot'em Up 2? Oh, I fucking love Shoot'em Up. That movie's great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, uh, I was actually a little kind of surprised by this, especially after Adam did a little bit digging and I found, we found out more to this story that goes along with it, but, uh, Rebellion. You found out more. I knew this the whole time. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Rebellion Studios, uh, they are now going to be opening up a film and, uh, television production studio to make movie versions and TV versions of properties that they own. Uh, so the first kind of big part of this was we talked about how there was going to be a, um, rogue soldier movie coming out rogue trooper or rogue trooper movie coming yep. out uh and uh they're going to be doing it themselves with their own new studio that they're forming uh it's going to be directed by duncan jones who is known for directing things like uh warcraft. the world of warcraft movie yep. and he did another one right uh moon moon him. yeah it's um what's his name son david bowie's son mm, yes yes um, so he's going to be directing that one. Uh, the other thing that was a bit of a surprise is that they are going to be producing a Judge Dredd TV series called Mega City One. Uh, I was surprised by that because I was like, why would they hand the rights to like a non-existent movie TV production studio that's known for only making like semi-good games? Uh, but it turns out that Rebellion actually owns the rights to Judge Dredd. Yeah, uh, in the year 2000, they purchased the uh, the series 2000 AD, which is what Judge Dredd is from. So yeah. they have the rights to all of that. And Rogue um, Trooper is also based off of a comic, which is a yep. 2000 AD comic. Yep. So, uh, yeah, apparently they've owned that this entire time, which seemed weird to think that this, like, middle-of-the-road middle, middle of the road video game studio also owns, like, such a major property. Yeah, um, and this was one of those things. And they're where, not making Judge Dredd games with this. Yeah, no, I'm surprised by that that they haven't made a Judge Dredd game recently. <laughs> they did make a Judge Dredd game. It was a mobile game called Judge Dredd versus uh, Predator. <laughs> okay. Well, they made Alien versus Predator games back. Uh, in they the also day. made Judge Dredd versus Death, which was a GameCube game. <laughs> yeah, so nothing, nothing recent, uh, Dread wise. But yeah. the Mega City One. Uh, show I had heard about a while ago because there was talks that Carl Urban from the Dread movie, uh, the really good Dread movie, um, was going to reprise his role as Dread for that. That wasn't the Sylvester Stallone one. What? That wasn't the Sylvester Stallone one. No, I know. I said the good one. The good one, not yeah, the, the Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone one. No, you're no. wrong. You're wrong. That I was the penultimate one. I did. Oh. You're thinking of the penultimate one. You're right. The ultimate one was the good one. <laughs> I didn't like either of them. Really? What? Yeah. Okay, I'm, well, I was joking before, but Dread is fucking great. Nah, yeah. yeah, it's just the raid. Yeah, it's just a ripoff of the raid. But a really good ripoff. Yeah, a really of good the raid. ripoff of the raid. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that'll be cool. Something to look forward to if you're a fan of the Dread series of things. I know that Carl Urban like, has always really stood behind that and was a really big fan of that movie and yeah. he like was very involved in the attempts to get a sequel of it made and stuff so Just i'm glad that like I, that he would be so quickly on board to do this series as yeah. well i just didn't make a lot of money at the box office it's Which a cult shame, it's a cult film now. yeah lots of people love it but no video game developers getting in the movie business but they have a lot enough characters and you know ip that where they can they can make some pretty cool stuff even if it's just they want to build out a dread connected universe like okay cool the movies are good then fine yeah that's all that matters um all and right then, and then we'll eventually get dread versus rogue trooper yeah versus, versus alien, alien versus, versus predator alien versus, yeah, predator versus freddy versus jason <laughs> <Yeah>. versus ash <laughs> sweet let's do it sign me up it's sign just gonna be the it. smash brothers of movies <laughs> cool all right the horror yeah. smash yeah Expendable. horror slash yeah yeah there you go. Um, all right. So that's all I had for the lightning round. Like I said, quick 
quick lightning round this week. We had a lot so of much, stuff. Well, yeah, so much was uh, wrapped up in the Game Awards that we just put everything in there that was uh, Game Awards related. Did I miss anything that you guys wanted to get in before we wrap it up? I did look up and see Joker is going to be, he's in Persona Q2, which came out in uh, November 28th, so just a couple weeks ago. In, oh, okay. So, in Japan, so he's already, so he in already a been on game. Nintendo thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, just made it in under the wire. Yeah. Because are there any other characters that are in something that hasn't been on a Nintendo? No. I don't think so. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously Bayonetta 2 was a a Nintendo exclusive. Uh, Metal Gear was on... Twin Snakes was on GameCube. Twin Snakes was on GameCube. Technically, Final Fantasy VII was never on anything Nintendo. What? Final Fantasy VII. So Cloud is on... Cloud is in it. He's a DLC character. He was only ever on the PlayStation. Yep. No, he's been in Nintendo stuff. Cloud? Other yeah. than Smash. Well, they did already announce that Seven's coming to Switch. Is Remember it? they had that one Nintendo Direct where they announced like all of the oh, Final yeah, Fantasy games. Oh yeah, all of the Final Fantasy games. All of them but Eight was coming to Switch. Yeah. That's right. So at the very least, that is already an announced thing, even though he was in the last Smash. Yeah, even though he was originally in it years before that it happened. Yeah. yeah. But still, technically, it's... it's they, Maybe they knew back then it was coming to Switch. <laughs> this whole time they've been working yeah. on it this whole time exactly well I before mean, the switch even existed they're like whatever the next console is going to be we're going to put final fantasy 7 on it yeah hey if it take him as long as it took him to make uh final fantasy 7 remake then it makes sense too true um there you go all right well that'll do it then for the lightning round which will do it for this week's episode of the broken clock podcast games cast remember you can find the games cast every monday morning at 9 a.m on google play itunes pitch uh stitcher podbean and spotify uh, remember we are on spotify now because we're one of the big boys um you can also find us on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods so let us know what you thought of smash brothers if you've been playing it the last two days like joe john and i have uh let us know what you thought of the game awards what was your uh big game of the show uh we didn't want to talk about the awards or the game of the year or anything like that because we were going to do our own game of the year discussion uh, we don't up. want it to be clouded no well we don't have to want to repeat necessarily our opinions on whether or not we thought x or y what should have won what, yeah because we're going to have our own definitive uh information on that within the coming weeks so stay tuned for that uh before the end of the year we'll be doing that as well but let us know what you thought of the game awards of the announcements uh do you want to see a new batman game from wb montreal uh are you excited for a rogue trooper movie from the makers of rogue trooper the game uh, let us know on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam i'm joe and i'm johnny and thanks so much for listening goodbye